But anyway, all right, we ready to roll this? Speaking we have everything. Of good examples. Yeah, right. Let's only tangent seven times tonight, Pat. I guarantee you're going to tangent the first thirty seconds. Really? I've already gotten all my tangents out right now. I've got okay. my tirades and my. Conspiracy this in and out. of itself is also a tangent. So. Yeah, this is the tangent of the tangent. Yes. All right. Well, surprise me then. Make me add this back into the part of the main episode. <laughs> Situation normal. All, all fouled up. This is Snafu. All right. Uh, welcome to another episode of Snafu. Uh, I'm Rick. Say hi, Pat. Hey, guys. How's everyone doing? They aren't going to answer you, but they're probably I'll do a good well. path. Thanks for asking. Yeah, yeah. I hope good. they do answer you in their car or wherever. Yeah, they yeah. They, well, you won't hear them, but yeah. Told you you tangent less than 30 seconds. It's not tangenting. <laughs> we're talking. We're introducing ourselves. Say hi, Jeff. Hi, Jeff. And Dale, say hi as well. Hey, guys. I don't know why I have to tell you to say hi. You can say hi. Like, that's, that doesn't make a lot of sense. What do you do that? I don't know. All right. It's, it's, it's how you maintain it's control. It's, 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 yeah, I have to flex my muscles somehow. And this is the only way I get This is the only control I get. Yeah, yeah. I am the worst of the bunch here. Uh, welcome to episode sixty-eight. Matt checks uh, out. Yeah, right. Sixty-eight. We've we've got first episode oh, shit. in twenty twenty-two. We're, we're we're one episode away, guys. What are we going to do special for the next episode? Oh god. Uh, we'll <laughs> standing. Standing. Release it on April twentieth. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. There you go. That would take a long time. We'd have to go and do probably like. 70 and 71 before. Yeah, we'll, then, right? we'll do 70, 71, come back. And, and then come back for, yeah, so you make sure it releases on the right so day. So you do it in reverse. Right. Yeah. Um, I think you Pat, should keep those activities separate personally, but. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, so we're going to talk about the Italy book that we had sort of talked about in the past, and we have more copies of the book now. I think Jeff and I finally got a chance to actually cruise it now that we're past the holidays and all the yeah. other stuff and all the other business. tournaments and stuff yeah finally yeah. some time to actually do some reading through it and give it you know give it our our fair and honest opinion fair and balanced yeah like that. isn't that yeah. no i think that's a that's a show oh yeah, yeah i probably don't want to get sued by them right. um okay anyway we so somebody else whatever I, we have no money to speak of so that's okay right good luck with that all right so let's uh, let's start where we always start. Let's start with uh, let's talk about some hobby stuff. Um, we're gonna start with you, Dale, because I know maybe you've worked on some stuff. Uh, WTC prep at this point. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Just I mean, you know, it's it's coming again. Um, we're anticipating that um, it will happen when scheduled, so we're moving in that direction. Uh, just kind of looking through the list and making sure I've got everything together. We'll start iterating here pretty soon with playtesting. So there's enough time to make any changes and, and move things about. So not really going to get into too much of the details of stuff because I'm, I'm still deluding myself that it matters. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, Jeff, what are you working on? Uh, ashamedly, not much bolt action. I was... <clears throat> assembling and painting some victory at sea ships I've had in a box for entirely too long. Yeah, it's what happens when your your clubmates decide they want to try a new game. So you're going to be the person that shows them the ropes, I suppose. Yeah, something like that, yeah. Cool, yeah. 
No, it's but, good. Yeah, so still hot, tiny man. ships instead of tiny dudes. Tinier, tinier ships. Tinier, tinier ships. Well, the ships are still about the same size, just their scales vastly different. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. you can't put a bolt-action <laughs> guy on top of the boat, that's for sure. Well, you can't, he just is like King Kong. <laughs> but, sure. I did organize up some of my bolt-action stuff, so when I am ready to start assembling and painting, it's all in one spot and ready to go. So. Nice. Right on. Cool. Um, I'm assuming Pat has something to tell us, share with us. I'm sure, there's always something. Pat's always doing home, like hobby stuff. Uh, so, um, interesting follow-up to, uh, I talked about, you know, I had bought those, uh, trench work. Duders. Duders, the GIs. Yep. And the, the one guy, I was missing one of the sets. Oh, yeah, there was, like, a guy missing, but there's a, guy a different missing. guy or some shit, yeah. So, like, and so, John made good in his promise, and he sent me, he sent me the 10th guy, he asked me which model I wanted, and I said the BAR, he said, well, which other model do you want? I'm like, dang it! Because <laughs> it didn't have BARs? <laughs> well, no, because the, uh, the... The units only come with one BAR in them. Sure. Okay. And you wanted a second one. Yeah, because you know you got to run two BARs if you're going to run GIs. Obviously. So if you're going to run actual infantry, yeah, yes, yes. um, So he he sent me that, and he also put a little note in there, and he said, "Well, here's the guy that's missing, and here's the reason why." He put a Russian sniper model in there too. (laughs) (laughs) Yikes. Okay. So. Um, so they're going to send a Russian spy, a Russian sniper, to every person that's missing the model. No, I think this is just John uh, helping me out. Okay, okay. So uh, cool. I did, I did get some more trench works, and those all had ten guys in them. So okay, interesting. So you just had a couple packs that were wrong. That's bizarre. Or maybe they corrected an issue that they didn't realize right away. They still had, they still had the one guy with the rifle grenade attached, but he's not pictured on the the unit at all. And I'm like, what? Huh. Well, fortunately, that's a very easy uh, modification with just a yeah, snip. you just snip it off. Yep. Right? Yeah, Pretty straightforward. Enough. Yeah. So, playing with those, I'm, I'm still haven't you know narrowed down any lists or even what nation I'm looking at the WTC. But those are just on the table, so I felt like putting them together, okay. and we'll start painting them soon. Um, I did start working on some stuff for Operation Snafu next year. Already, yeah. Uh, I found I forget the name of the company. I think I sent you guys the link at one one of our chats. But so they have this camera crew. Yep. Mm-hmm. So it's got the guy in the director chair. They got the couple spotlights. They got the camera. They got the guy with the little clipboard with the little the clicky clipboard thing. So I got two of those. So what exactly called a clacker? But clacker. Thank you. So I got two of those. A, Not sure what I'm doing with do with them, but they'll probably Jeff will come up with some cool th- effect to have them for Operation Snap. Absolutely. So they only had two in stock, or I would have bought more. <laughs> But now uh, I just actually just before I started recording, I told you guys that I was I drew up a custom base for them to be on. I did refrain from making the base look like mouse ears because I didn't want to have to worry about everyone keeping PG and you know doing their games. I don't think Disney would have recorded much World War II stuff anyway. But Disney did a lot of stuff during World War II, by the way. Uh, did they record the action? No, 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 no. 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 They, yeah, they were yeah. definitely doing more propaganda stuff. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They were they were at home just training and whatnot stuff. Most movie studios were involved in some yep. fashion. Yeah, I mean, that was, you I know, think the Mel whole nation and, was in some former... And it wasn't just America. Everyone was pretty nope. much... Right. <laughs> yeah. 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 They were called the World War for a reason. <laughs> right, yeah. exactly. It kind of involves everybody but Spain. So I'm going to rattle my thing right now. It's actually called a clapper board, it's just so people don't get angry with me. For that? Wow. I, you know, anything's possible. We're talking about World War II, you know, movie stuff that we're going to do for it's Operation Snafu. We might as well get the right words, right? Sure. Also, well, at least also often called a dumb slate for some reason. I don't know why it's called a dumb slate, but just, just chalkboard that they just write stuff on. And I think probably yeah. nowadays they're all digital or whatnot. 
They are probably all digital at this point. I would, I would, I would hope. Do you know why they do that? Just tangent, because we're going to tangent right now. Sure, go for it. <laughs> so when when that hit, when they so they can they can sync sound with the with the uh, video, right? Yep. So they that that clap is the same when they can see when it hits is when that sound hits, so that mm-hmm. they can sync it all out. There you go. Yep. If we ever if we ever do um, YouTube or anything like that, we'll be doing the same thing. Potentially, right. the the big reason why they do it is they use separate audio recording, so they have like cameras with no audio. And then they have separate audio recording where we may actually have audio in our cameras. I gotta hope not. That'd be awful. Well, I mean, it's there's a lot of different ways you can do it. Yeah, there's. (laughs) (laughs) We're not using we're not using the the ten thousand dollar cameras that have all this crazy stuff going on with them. But we can when we get to that. That, That's not snafu money. No, not that. That isn't. But you know, maybe a normal camera would be. We can talk about that after after this. We'll see. Um, Speaking so, of recording in movies, I've also yeah. been working on getting some pieces together for uh, a board for Operation Snafu. Cool. Ooh. And I think I'm going to do uh, the uh, prison encampment from Great Escape. Oh, we're telling people what we're doing now. Why Crap. not? Okay, because one of mine I want to be to surprise. Well, because because it, it'll be hilarious. Well, mine's not going to be hilarious. Mine, I'm hoping, is going to be relatively true to one of the still shots that I managed to find. Yeah, no, and that's yeah. That's and and one of mine is doing the same thing. To, okay. to be honest, so, mm-hmm. but we'll talk. We can talk more about that after, off the air. So I just found some stuff. Uh, Sarissa had some some pretty good kits. After going through ten pages of their stuff, I finally found. I'm like, hey, this this might work. So, sure. ordered a few things and see if it's going to work and see how many more I'm going to have to order and hope to God yeah. I can keep the thing under $500. <laughs> the beauty of some of these tables, though, is depending on how you do them, like, uh, you know, a prison encampment scene, you know, in a bolt action table is probably just fine. Like, it's not going to, like, not be usable. You may just remove some of the things that make it thematic to the mm-hmm. to the movie, right? Yeah. Um, going back to your, your trench works, you are washing those in warm water with soap, right? Uh, yeah. Okay. The just resin. making sure. Uh, just, just lick a PSA. Them. Swish around in your mouth a little bit. <laughs> just, yeah, mouth. just mouthwash in your mouth. Yeah, sure. Whatever works. Really? As, as long as you clean them so the paint adheres. That's yeah, don't actually thing. do that, anyone listening, please. Yeah, fair. Yeah. yeah. No, don't actually do that. that. I don't know. Yeah, that probably really... It wouldn't taste good, I'm sure. It just wouldn't taste good. Yeah. I, I mean, it could make you sick, too, if you swallowed it, I guess. But, but don't well. eat your miniatures. Lots of things can give you an upside down. Don't put your miniatures in your mouth. You can, hold, right, your, you okay. can hold your paintbrush in your mouth while you're using your other paintbrush. While you you can it. even drink your paint water in your cup because you we've do all that. done that at most, least once, I'm sure. But. Most the paint, most all the paint, most paints I use are all non-toxic. So most, but the resin release is what I'm re- worried about. But that's just a different. Thing. Sure, yeah, don't don't drink your resin. Yeah, yeah don't that for sure. All right. So how about uh, you, Rick? What do you? Yeah, much on much on your much on your um, theme. I have a pile of stuff behind me that I got from. Uh, Russia? I don't even remember. Uh, so I ordered it. I was very, like, I'm not sure this is ever going to show up. Kind of, It might have been Poland. I think it was Poland. Um, I can't tell you the name of the company. It's, ter- it's Terrain for Games is what it's called. Um, I thought you I, said you couldn't tell us. I did just realize, I just remembered it in my head. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, like, I just, I like, I'm like, I actually just looked at my... Uh, where are they? Uh... Yeah, I can't. Uh, Polska is that Pol? Is that Poland and Polish? I don't know. Rok Roklaw Polska. That's Poland. That's it sounds Poland. like Poland. I think it's Poland. Anyway, yeah. Say if it's the Ukraine right now, it might have a little difficulty. But Poland should probably be okay. Yeah, but it got stuck in France for like a month and a half. 
Like, it just was stuck there. Like, it wasn't moving out of France for some reason. I have no idea what was going on. But finally it showed up. So I have a pile of buildings for my... Uh, so I'm doing a, a, a... What is it? White Christmas. The opening scene of White Christmas, if you're unfamiliar with it, is a World War II scene. It's it's pretty and it's, it's holiday-ish. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I guess it's not pretty. It's all ruins. But So basically I've got a bunch of ruins and I bought a new mat for it and all that stuff. So we'll get that put together eventually here. And I'm putting together more models because, like, I got about halfway through what I was going to get ready to paint. And I realized, like, oh, shit, I have a whole bunch of models that I need to still put together before I, like, start priming stuff because I'm, like, not going to prime half of them and come back to it. So um, I hate art- I hate metal artillery. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Despise them. Yeah. I, I, this piece has the weirdest gun shield on it, and it didn't fit i had to literally cut a bunch of pieces off of it to make it fit in the space that it showed on the warlord's website i'm just like i don't understand i like i just get super frustrated by crappy metal and it's it's not that the model itself is not cool it looks great it's just i the pieces don't fit together well and it's really Mm -hmm. hard to figure it out so um i'm not gonna tell you which one it is but it was a a very frustrating build i also have a couple more uh, artillery-ish pieces that i'm working on that are still just as bad artillery-ish uh, um, yep. Armored cars. Okay. I, I mean, that's I don't like. I'm trying to. I'm trying to be coy with what they are because I want to tell people what they're. Um, because people might listen to our WTC stuff. Ooh, watch out! No, so I did some of that. Um, I planned on priming today and I didn't get to it. So tomorrow's probably my prime day for most of the stuff, and then start painting. Get get cracking. Nice. Yep. Cool. Uh, yeah. Release the kraken. Yeah, <laughs> something like that. Release a lot of dudes. Okay. Um, I don't want to cover the next subject because I don't think I, I actually looked at. It, I don't think I scored any of them. All right, so well, let's I, talk. How about, let's talk about how, it. How about, how about this? So before we before we go through the hobby checklist, I I went back and I found where I wrote down what we said our goals were from the from the oh, first episode in 2021 mm-hmm. and let's just see how we did that and then we'll look at the hobby checklist and see how we did that did with that yes sir right. hobby stuff so all right Pinned. so i'm gonna look at first of all uh, i went first and i my goal was to be writing paint schemes for all my armies this year so i had reference to go back to that was did goal you do one. That? i did do that sweet good for you my second goal was to get all a soviet army painted on the table that did not happen. Yeah. <laughs> I have two squads plus a couple of, I think, plus one vehicle put together. And my stretch goal was Germans, which I never even considered opening any of those boxes. Okay. <laughs> Good job, Pat. Thank you. Doing us proud. All right, Rick, or do you want to go last? No, you can go out. Do All it. Right. So Rick was going to have his Romanians ready for play. Yep, that didn't happen. Uh, and then after that, you were going to be working on a Brits Nath Army. Nope, that's still in boxes too. Uh, and you were going to finish your basement. Nope, that's not <laughs> as well. <laughs> now, to be fair, there are reasons why the, a the Romanians got shelled because of WTC being canceled and all sorts of other stuff that caused that to slow down. But uh, the basement got stopped because we were working on other things in the house, so we didn't want to like redo the basement again. If that makes, makes sense. It makes absolute sense. So we like we had to pause that to make sure that we were like doing it in the right order. Sure. You don't like, put the cart before the horse. Yeah, we, we don't finish the basement and then have to redo all the plumbing. Like right. that would be that would be not so helpful. Right. Like that would suck. So, but that's that's just a, that's just a bullshit excuse to be honest. Didn't do any of it. 
There you go. All right, okay. let's move on to Jeff. Oh, <clears throat> Jeff's God. first goal, he was going to buy an army. Jeff, oh, I'm sure he did that. I'm sure he did that. A couple that's times over. And yeah. he even did comment as to how vague he was making some of these. Yeah, well, that's an easy one. Yeah. Uh, okay. And then you were going to paint a British or Soviet army? I uh, did not paint a British or Soviet army. And nope. then your stretch goal is you were going to look into getting some Japanese airborne. That I did do. Ooh. Um, were okay. any of the um, Victory at Sea collections you did British or Soviet? Uh, to my knowledge, there is no Soviet fleet, and the Brits are the one fleet I did not pick up yet. Oh, there you go. All right. <laughs> so that you could even like can't can't even one. fudge that. You could go into the back door on that one. <laughs> yeah. Wow. wow. <laughs> I, I will say I have one of Jeff's too. I bought a whole nother army this year, so just just I got one nice. checkpoint, even if it's Jeff's. See, there you go. <laughs> crossing the streams there. Yeah, yeah, hey, man. Do what you do. There's, there's nothing wrong with crossing the streams. All right, that. I think we're all going to want to cross the stream into Dale's then. Uh, so Dale, his objective was going to be he was going to attend a tournament. Hey, hey I did, did that one. Yeah. And then he was going to make a more concerted effort of playing games with other people outside of just our club. Um, That's not probably not so much. Have you been, I, I think he's I, done okay. How I, you did that. that. You did, I, I played um, at least that game. I played. I I played in preparation for a couple of tournaments. People were afraid that they were slow playing and things like that. So I did end up. I had three games outside of tournaments and outside of the club. Oh, that's actually that's. that's I would say that's check mark well, more than I did. It's like a. I didn't do any, so there you go. It's like a V on the X. It's a V. It's not a, a total <laughs> X. It's like it's one line of the two. Yeah. Well, I, I, I guess I did make a concerted effort, but that was mostly WTC prep in addition to hopefully helping others become more comfortable so they participate in Operation Snafu. Mm-hmm. Was yeah. it just one tournament you made it to? Uh, just yeah, the just the one day. Yep, just Theaters of War. Okay. Which was a good time. It was. I, I got that checkbox too then. I got that part of it at least. I attended Bug Eater and then uh, that one game day that Matt did. Oh, yeah, yeah. At the Legion or VFW? VFW, yeah. Yeah. Nice. Well, there you go. So you got at least you got three tourneys those, in? <clears throat> those are, well, I, I ran a few other tournaments. Well, and you did run some, <laughs> too, right. fair. <laughs> that, that does kind of hamper, like, hamper your uh, ability to do it's more It's really tough to play in tournaments when you're running them as a mm. TO. I hear that's not I, really It's exciting. not recommended. Yeah, no. They're two like, different tracks. I mean, yeah. Mm. Yeah, they are. But you got to play in three. That's that's not unreasonable. Like a, a horrible number during COVID times. No, it's good. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, let's see how many I can do this year. All right. Well, let's let's review our hobby checklist here and keep track of the number ones that numbers that you may have gotten. You can uh, follow along yeah, at home, there, listeners. I was gonna say I got to find it again. Uh, I can read it, and you can just know it. Oh, sure. Okay, that, that works. works. Yeah. Uh, works. So I'll just have a pen ready. For, paint an LMG zero. model with a designated loader. Yeah, baby. I did nope. that. Excited. Nope. Yeah, I think I finished one of those last year. All right, dude, should we uh, go to our predictions before we go through all this list? No. no. Oh, no, 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 no. Just do the list and then predict. No, yeah, right. yeah, it was just do it that way. Surprise. Right. Paint a 10-man rifle squad. Oh, baby, yeah. Did that. No. 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 You couldn't find a way to paint 10, paint 10 guys with rifles? Uh, I don't think I ever had to paint 10 guys for rifles with rifles for any reason okay. this year. I should have, but I didn't. <laughs> okay, that's a different category. Like, I wasn't, like, I wasn't, like, my goal wasn't to check the box. It was, like, do I need ten models to do whatever thing I'm doing? That is a thing. All right. Uh, paint any non-bolt-action model smaller than three inches. Mm-hmm. Still count if it's, uh, you know, a Warlord product? Uh, we, we said bolt-action, so... Does it count if it's soft? 
Uh, <laughs> just less than three um, inches. I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> hey. Uh, Are you trying to disappoint the ladies here? I mean, the ladies here. <laughs> I think you mis- grossly misunderstand who our audience is. There's probably some ladies that listen to us. I think. Hi, hi ladies. It's okay if you're listening. I, I appreciate. Probably some that are annoyed because diversity. their husband's listening to them while he's painting. Yeah, they're like in the car. We're going to listen to Snafu in the car. Oh. Uh, so just tuck and roll. Just tuck and roll. Does it sound like Jeff hit that one? I did. Yeah, okay. yeah, for sure you did. I got that one. Okay, good. Dale got good. that one. Yeah. Paint any non-bolt action model larger than three inches. Yo. Not for me. No. I didn't get that one either. Uh, paint a weapon team? That I did do. Got yes. that. Uh, paint an artillery piece for your primary faction. I okay. do that. What the hell is my primary faction? Yeah, the one that you are question. one that you're actively playing. That, that doesn't narrow it down at all. I, I, I'm going to say yes because I painted a ton of those. So yeah, here you go. <laughs> just going for all the paint an artillery piece for your non-primary faction. Well, get fucked. I obviously did that. Jesus. Yeah. Did you? So did you? Did you paint one from two different factions? How about that? Is that How about like four factions? But yes. Yeah, I, I had at least three in there. Germans, Italians, United States. Uh, paint uh, and you know I, I was toying with doing a, a checklist again for 2022, but then I'm just like, nah, I don't feel like doing that. But anyway, paint an armored fighting vehicle for your primary faction. Yeah, I did that. I did that. Mm-hmm. Paint one for your non-primary faction. Nope, didn't do that. Uh, create your own objective marker. Did that? Do poker chips count? Yes. I, I, yeah. yeah, I mean I Jeff, I'm giving you credit. I'm taking credit too, though. That's I, fine. I think we that made, counts. Rick is we just scrambling to everyone. get check marks. We made badass <laughs> objective markers. Actually, those were sweet. Yeah. Uh, create a train piece for one of your production <laughs> games. Just one, Jesus. <laughs> no. Couple no, dozen, I, maybe. I did a few of those. Uh, create a, dis- a display board. Day board. A display board for one of your armies. I absolutely did that for Buggy. I, I yep. did that. For WTC, you already made it. It's already done. Um, yeah, well, for Theaters of War, actually. Okay, there I you mean, go. You know, same army. So, right. Uh, enter a bronze level event. Was yours a bronze does, level event, Pat? What does that even mean? Uh, Theaters of War was actually a silver level event because Son of it, a was, bitch. Ooh, nice. it was twenty-four. Uh, silver level is twenty-four players. Uh, and then the bronze level, I believe, is ten or ten between ten and twenty-three, basically. I don't get that one then, because all my tournaments were silver. Uh, you, you have a silver. You missed, re- you missed Recon Rumble. I did. Yeah. So I, I ran a silver and a bronze, and attended a bronze. Wait, wait. It doesn't say playing. It says enter. I entered for Recon Rumble. <laughs> <laughs> you, you walked into the building during the tournament. That that's considered entered. We'll just put a circle on that. If I need the point, I'm going to count it later. Okay. One of us is a lawyer, not like the others. <laughs> <laughs> it's technically uh, correct, which is the best kind of correct. Research and write a background for one of well, your forces. Yeah, you did, did you enter the silver level one first? Yeah, I entered the silver level. Uh, I did that for my uh, Bug Eater army. I did that for my Bug Eater army as well. It's magic how all these all align with things that Pat wanted to do this year. I'm just saying. And no. you commented on that last year in January, too. <laughs> I'm going to mark that as a checkbox, then as a check you, for me. Yeah, well, do, that, do that thing Pat does. I'm looking forward to the, the 2022 hobby checklist done by Rick. Do nothing. <laughs> Three entries on it. <laughs> finish, finish, finish my basement. There we go. That's put, my one checklist. Put check child every, back to bed. <laughs> everyone has to come over to my house and help me with my basement. How's that sound? You don't want you to see my carpentry work. <laughs> 
I mean, I can put up sheetrock if that's what you're doing. That's I mean, that's, that's that's close to the next step. I unfortunately <laughs> had an, an, an arc tangent had an architect come in and say you probably should put a sump pump in and you should probably put radon removal. Yeah, and I'm just like, damn it. Yeah. Like, no, like that's a lot of money and not something I can do myself. So it's that's slowed us down significantly. Yeah. We, our radon isn't that high, though. He just suggested that it's probably a good idea. So anyway. If you're doing it, yeah. Yeah, you yeah. might as well do it. So anyway, okay. All right, uh, uh, next paint, year's checklist will be fun. Paint a special character. Yep. Yes. I For did. a whirler. There has to be a whirler model. Uh, yeah. Any system. Named oh, character. I didn't, paint my, I didn't paint my Luke either. So God, I, did a bunch I, did a, I did a different one. I was trying to do Vader, but he only got primed. Well, just primed him black, right? Then he's done. Check. We're done. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's pretty much it. Right? He's got some red buttons. Uh, and his parts are glossy and some are matte. That's the other thing. And, and here I doubled up on, on this one here. So paint a model you've had for three plus years, or the oldest model if you've been playing less than three years. Mm. So my, the special character I painted I've had for over three years. So I think he came out with the My Fortress Budapest book. I'm, I'm checking that one because I'm pretty sure that the, the weapon team I had sitting in my closet forever. Yeah, I'm less sure on that one, so I'm just going to put a circle on it. I don't know if it, it, yeah, it was probably three years. Uh, paint Close a, enough, I'm cheating. Paint the model within two weeks of getting it. Oh, did that. I, I did didn't, that. Didn't buy any models. Uh, uh, so I take that back, that's not true. Start a new army and play at least three games with it. Yep. I did that go, go my, Italy. I did that with my Americans. Uh, Are those like robots? Yes. Okay, just asking. Yeah, he, he painted Americans, not Americans. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, play a new scenario. I we all did that. Yeah. Well, it was, was one of those new ones at Theaters of War? Yes. Yeah, there was a new one at Theaters yeah. of War. Yes, there was, because I cribbed it for uh, Snafu, so yeah. Yep. With a minor improvement. Yeah. Well, right. it, it got some proper play testing. Yeah, right, yeah, just adjusted after playtesting. Yeah. yeah. Uh, paint an armored transport. Armored transport? Did I paint nope. that? God damn it, I did. Does six armor count? Uh, no. Armor is seven plus. That's, that's, that's <laughs> awesome, buddy. <laughs> I painted uh, a bunch of M3 half-tracks for my Recon Rumble list that I didn't make get to actually play with. There you go. I missed this one, actually. Uh, paint a non-bolt action squad. Squad. Uh, yeah, Bolt. Star Wars Legion. Yeah, I tried to and just disinterested. <laughs> uh, paint a bolt action special character. Nope. I actually used this for my special character before, so. Oh, right. well, it's, did that double up? Because uh, I, I did that captain. I, I painted I that captain. I think we're going to have to start making rules so, yeah. around this. Like, next year, you're not going to be able to use a single model for three checkboxes. No overlap. Pat. Yeah. Jeez. No Jeez. Um, yeah, I just did it the once. So I'll take that. Captain I'm, I'm being a smart ass. I don't care. Like, this, what is this bragging race? Um, am I, am I, do I owe you wings when I'm done with this or something? No, like, okay. no, no but we can eat wings together and celebrate. That sounds great. Like I'm, I'm all for that. Uh, paint a model for a game system you've never played. Never got to actually painting that. So. I painted a bolt action model. Does that count? <laughs> you, you, you've played bolt action. <laughs> <Son of> a <laughs> <bitch>. <laughs> it was a joke. It, was, it just feels like it's been forever. From, again. A model for a system I, I don't think I painted anything for systems I don't play because I play Wait, everything. You, yeah, yeah, I don't you, think I did. Have you played Victory, Victory at Seas already? Yeah. I, I, played, okay. I played all the stuff I painted yeah. I played. So a few years back we we got, we got all excited about getting Team Yankee models to play Bolt Action Modern with. 
essentially bolt action. So I had most of those assembled, but I just never got around to painting them. That's what I was hoping to paint because <laughs> I had never played that. <laughs> all right, so we each need to come up with our own checklist next year if we're going to do this again. That would make it. So we, we, we just need a, on a 20 point scale, we need a five point audible of our personal ones. Sure, it's, whatever you want to do. Yeah. All Players right, so choice. Rick, how many did you do? I think I overshot. Um, there was no silver, correct me, like if I went to a silver event, it doesn't count for the bronze? Correct. It was only if you went to a bronze? Yes. Well, that's bullshit. I call bullshit. Well, I, you, I got one, or, one or the other. Oh, right. one or the other. What do you mean? Well, you can I'll, count it once. You can count it once. So Right, so then I got six. Yeah, okay. okay. All right, and the prediction was, and this was we all guessed and what the other would do, and then we averaged them. Sure. Uh, and we said Rick was going to get nine on average. Eh, well, close enough. So. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I'm like, I really lost incentive this year with all of the, you know, WTC getting canceled pretty much. Again. Kind of put a downer on me for the year. Yep. Well, it never got really reorganized. Right, yeah. Right, it got canceled the year before, and I kind of right. lost incentive at that point. To be fair. To be honest, I should say not fair. Yeah, Jesus, we went through two years it was supposed to happen, didn't we? Yeah. Well, right, they got scheduled, and then it got 2020 canceled. 2020 got canceled. Year, they, they, never rescheduled 2021. they never rescheduled 2021. They never rescheduled 2021 because it was just... Oh, there was no chance it was going to yeah. happen. No. It just feels like some weird time warp in my life where I've just lost yeah. two years of my life somehow. Yeah. essentially lost two years. We've been talking about WTC for two years now. Yeah, I was, I was watching a, a docu-series, and they are talking about stuff that happened in, like, April 2020, and I'm like, I remember those events, but, Jesus, that's almost two years ago already. Holy crap. Right? Yeah, it feels forever ago. Right? Yeah. Dale. All right, so Dale, how'd you do? I got eight. Uh, and we said that you'd get nine. Hey, we're pretty good at you. All right. Closer than Rick. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff, how'd you do? Uh, I've got 17, and the additional three have close close to, but I'm not as sure about, so I'm going to take 17. Asterix. Okay. So 17. Uh, we said you'd get 18. Ooh. Well, you probably got 18. That's right, close. Jeff. Theoretically, I might have gotten all of them, but I'm, I'm less sure about that three-year... If that oh, model that three was three years old or not. <laughs> yeah, you don't date them when you bring them in the house? I don't. Yeah, they don't get uh, don't. like time-stamped. Right. Um, My wife hilarious. doesn't like you when I date other models. <laughs> I, 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 had, I had 17 as well, uh, and there's a couple that you know could go either way, um, but we'd also predict that would, I would get 18. So Okay. It's almost going like we to big tournaments. Well. well, going to big tournaments is a humongous motivator. motivator. Yeah. Yes, right. Absolutely. I mean, at least a third of these to half of these are because I was going to a tournament. Right. A couple tournaments. Yeah. And that makes sense. Like, if I were not just going to local tournaments, I might think differently about how I painted models this year. Yeah. So, there we go. Do we want, uh, do you want to do goals for next year? I'm not, I'm not talking checklist stuff. We're just, we're, Fuck, no. We're no, because they're just things I'll break. Uh, no, I have. I, I mean, my only goal is I have. I have an army I have to paint, and I have to prepare for WTC. And that's, that's an excellent goal. goal. That's a great yeah, goal. That's right my there. only goal. Like, I'm not going to plan past that because I probably will want to like take a break after that. My guess is that's it's going to be intense. I thought it was. No, I think it, I thought it was in a castle. What? All right, all you dads. Let me say other words, but I chose not to use them. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, okay. Well, regardless, it, it's going to be a lot of work. How does that sound? Is that yeah. smart? Is, it, is that less smart ass you guys? Okay. It's not as fun for us, but sure. Right, yeah. <laughs> Jeff, what's your goal? Shit. Do you have a goal? Shit, I don't know. Keep keep doing what I'm doing? <laughs> yeah, you seem to be doing okay. Pat, do you have any goals? 
Uh, so I have my immediately WTC prep, which that's that seems like a no-brainer. But uh, to go past that, and of course, what current project is for moving forward for what will be Snafu next year. Aside from those kind of have to dos, I guess I'll say, is I'd like to get back to those goofy Soviets since I have their paint scheme written down. Nice. So. I, uh, actually, I'll add to mine. I have to. I would really like to get this table created because I feel like I never contribute to tables. So this year would be nice to be able to put a table in. I'd, I'd love it if you got that table together. Right. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. It's like you, I mean, table. don't don't like kill yourself doing it, but you know. I mean, it's no different than anything else. But whatever. Yeah. Get my. I'll get my army done first, and then I will work on at least the first table, and then the second table, the secret table, will be. You know, I don't want to tell anyone what it is because a, it's it would be funny if it's a surprise, but b, if it doesn't come into fruition right then it'll feel bad there you go that works there you go yep at least one table though. at least one dale you got any uh goals did i miss just the have to's as well okay yeah wtc um that's probably going to be a pretty significant amount of time over the next four months for me yeah and then yeah i mean i'd really like to to put my next generation table up there as well in 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 theme with what the plan is, so you're doing a Star Trek theme. Yeah, I'm curious now. Um, is it well, deck type shit or what? No. Um, well, I, don't, I mean, I'll have to give it some thought <laughs> how to make that work. But just data's running around all over the place well, trying to no, see so, what we'll uh, do. The, the first city board was the first generation. The next city board was the second generation, and so this this next board, in keeping with that theme, is going to be what's the next step beyond the last one that I, I no. put out. So. I, I was just making a joke about you saying the next generation. I know you were. Nobody was nobody was yeah, nobody was nobody was laughing. Okay. So Sorry. I mean but I the was, idea I is that um, I like um I like to innovate something in the board. So that's what cool. I Cool. I'm excited to see what happens with that. Yeah, I'll have to wait and see. I gotta I have like fucking smoke and stuff coming out of it. I've got to find um I've got to find the right movie the right moment in the right movie. So we'll see. Uh, probably not Hunt for Red October. I'm just going to point that out. No, I, I think we already have a great su- uh, submarine board. So that wasn't World War II anyway, though, right? Hunt for Red October just, is Cold War. Yeah, it's just called Cold War. I was going to say I'm like 99 percent certain there, there were there were subs, but they were not the same kind of subs. Yeah, okay. they certainly didn't have yeah that level. They, of technology they were some it. they were submersible boats essentially. Like they dove when they needed to dive, but they didn't stay down. Anyway, okay. Well, did we get yours, Pat? We got yours, right? Yeah. I said stuff. Uh, did, yeah, we all said stuff. We've all jibber-jabbered enough about this. Uh, I'm hopefully, hopefully, crossing my fingers that WTC doesn't get canceled again and, like, ruin all my hobby mojo yet again. Uh, <sighs> yeah. It's hard It's hard to be motivated when, like, the thing you were looking forward to just gets kind of, like, shit-canned and then doesn't get rescheduled and basically gives you no motivation for a year and, and then on top of that you just have, you know, COVID shit going on, so... Or just being stuck in your house all the time. Whatever. You know what I mean? Everyone knows what I mean. Some people, like, stay home and paint all their shit like Jeff does. And some people are just like, fuck it, I'm not painting anything, which is me. <laughs> like, <laughs> so, <laughs> there's two sides of that coin, for sure. Yeah. Makes you feel um, any better. I could have been a lot more productive than I was. And that's probably Because I lose right? some motivation, too, for the sure. same reasons. <laughs> you still got a lot of points, though. Yeah, I, mean, I got to get not back that, to not doing manage, some but, 3D printing stuff. 3D printer sets relatively you know, you know, Pat, I have a 3D printer here for you. You can come try and figure out how the fuck to make one of these resin printers work, and then you can have a resin printer, too. 
That'll be fun, right? Uh, I suppose. No? Okay. Never mind. I'm joking. Don't want a resin printer? I don't not want a resin printer, but... Okay. I'd... All right. We'll talk. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I, they're just sitting behind me. They, like, I'm not... I had ambitions to get that figured out, and then that was exhausting, too, so... Well, I mean, it's it's a new year. We've got some... I think, um, you know, the sun is, is rising, so... Sure. No, I mean, and obviously, like, I have... I've gotten a long ways on this on this army, so mm-hmm. I'm happy with my 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 whatever you want to call it, my progress on it. But yeah, just got to keep being motivated. I mean, I, it's it's tough because you don't you don't want to start getting getting excited and hyped up right. just to yeah. kind of have that pulled out from underneath you again. Yep. So I definitely feel the same kind of hesitation and like, gosh, I don't want this all. I don't want to have to go through it all over again, right? Sure. And so, um, but. You know, I mean, at some point we're going to get over this, and yep. hopefully this we're we're approaching that point. So I mean, yep. we'll have okay. to um, you know do our best. Yeah, I also forgot to do this at the top of the top of the episode. Uh, there are two teams going, to, hopefully two teams from the United States going to WTC. We Team have two. Um, we have two teams signed up for the WTC. Correct. Right. Yeah. As of now, there are two teams signed up. The team two looks like they need a fourth player. Um, I don't know who they need to contact about that. I prefer they don't contact us. I, I guess you would need to reach out to John Russell at warlordgames.com. Right? That's his email address? John Russell at warlordgames.com? Yep. Yep. Okay. He is the North American coordinator, um, but they are the three guys that are on the team are very excited about still going. They still need a fourth. That's the tricky part. So I know of, I, I know of two guys on the team. I don't. Right. I think they're just two. Oh, there's only two. I thought there were three. Um, there's a. So I, again, there's two for sure. I know for okay. sure. There's there's talk of, of a possible third. And so. Um, gotcha. Okay. Right. And so there's uh, again, if, if if you're interested, and by interested, I don't I don't mean just oh well that sounds interesting. Can I find out more? I mean. It's it's currently scheduled for the middle of May in Cork, Ireland. Um, yep. You know you'll be participating, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, etc. Highly et competitive event. Right, and and that's not to say that if you're just mildly interested and and available and you think it'd be fun, that that's not that's not that doesn't mean you can't participate. I mean, you know, you you should be able to take the time off and and be able mm-hmm. to afford to go and and participate because that's. Right. You know, we need we need those folks to fill up that team, and we can't say it's like, oh, I was just kind of farting around and thought it would sound cool. So, um, <laughs> serious replies only. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, it is a commitment, right? You, right. You, like you have to have a passport. You probably already need to have your passport. Quite honestly, like, not sure how right. long it takes to get them. But there's things like that. You like you have Actually, to be able to be. Not that bad. Yeah, and, and there's likely is to it, be. Well, it's, it's okay right now. There's right. likely to be um, substantial. Um, COVID requirements for travel and stuff yeah. like that. And so yeah. if that's something that you're a little fuzzy on as well, make sure that you do a little bit of research in that regard. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I mean, I don't know that we know what it's going to look like in May, but uh, I expect your brain to get tickled a couple times. And the thing that makes me fuzzy and scared a little bit still is, like, what happens if you fail a test somewhere? <laughs> like, I don't really want to get stuck in Ireland. I know my wife doesn't want me to get stuck in Ireland. Uh, yeah, um, I don't know that that would be a good option. That's that's. No, but but that's something we just have to roll with. There's nothing we can do about it. We're vaccinated. That's the, you know like mm-hmm. we're going to be as safe as we can be. But that's just the reality of traveling in the in COVID times. Yep. So, but 
anyway, reach out to John if you are interested and like Dale said, can be committed to doing it. Cool. Okay, sorry. That was in the middle of nowhere. Like hopefully people listen to more than just the beginning of this thing. Well, we could mention it again at the end too. How about that? Yep. Because people listen to the end. <laughs> I don't all right, whatever, whatever. All right. Let's uh let's talk about things we've always talked about again, because they always come up all the time. Yeah, Every you don't even single, have to play like, games for rules to come up. No. Well when when we have a person like you on the on on the podcast pad and people reach out to you to get answers on the shit. Yep. Um, anyway, let's talk about rules because these are all coming. Like I've, I'm like I know at least three of these ones because I was involved in some of them. But uh, but the, I don't know the I don't know the indirect one. But we'll get there. So let's talk about uh, heavy artillery and using a tow because I think I play this wrong. Okay, so <clears throat> well, you, you probably play it correctly, uh, and okay, if you if you read the straight verbiage from the book, yep. So all right, so you have. You're limbered. You're, you put the artillery piece at the back of the toe. Right. The toe is dragging it on the yep. back. Yep. So it's not like they're in a transport, and when they come out of the transport, you measure six inches anywhere from the vehicle. Right. When you unlimber that artillery, you're measuring the six inches from the back of the toe, from where its position right. is. Yep. Um, now, if you read it verbatim, it could be terribly interpreted as, okay, it says as per a run move. Well, mm-hmm. we know heavy and super heavy can't move with a run right. order. They can't run, yeah. So, okay, so what? Does that mean you just set it there and you can pivot it, and now you have to wait for the transport to move away before you can shoot? No. No, right. don't do that. You get Because <laughs> it's not a fully assembled functioning gun, it's all limbered up, and they, you know, they tow the pieces over to where they're going to set the gun up, and they set the gun up. So I, I pinged John Russell on that. What did what, what I say exactly? So considered um, uh, when dismounting artillery units uh, must be ordered to measure the gun. Okay, the move itself is from back to transport. Yep, we got that. Uh, so essentially what it comes down to, Pat, is you measure from the back of the truck yep. six inches and you place your... So your, uh, it, this, is, this is a dismount action that we right. use the run or on the order dice to indicate that we've done that. It's right. not as a per run, run action, it's not an as per, run. yes. Yep, yeah. as per is very important. Yeah, it's it, it's a little tricky because whoever brought it up after that was a UPAT that says, well, don't bother using a toe anymore because now they've changed the rules and have every artillery anyway, right. so it doesn't really matter. Because yeah. um, sadly, that makes the toe not as valuable. But I guess if you want it in further. It happens, you know. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's an inexpensive order, this. It, and it can be, depending on... I mean, I think trucks are more expensive mm-hmm. but right. for that. And so but, this next one actually came up at Operation Sniff, and we might have talked about it previous, but... Sure. Um, so when you when you read the book, which you should always feel free to read the book, on um, page 71 it says, When firing an HE shell using indirect fire, six is required to hit regardless of any modifiers. In the following turn, if a shooter has fired at the same target unit... Uh, and if the shooter has not moved from their position, it's one less, and it receives a fire order. So this happened because somebody, they had three pins on them. They're like, I'm not going to make that test. So they wanted to do a rally, and his opponent is, okay, well, you have to start ranging in again. But you didn't what? move, and I didn't move. So I, I sent this on to, to John and the team and said, well, I think you need to put an S at the end of turn. So it says in following turns. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you're sh- fine. Sure. Oh my gosh! I mean, no one would you would think twice. Like, okay, they failed the test; they went down. No one would make them start ranging in again, right? Right, right. 
Well, they weren't they weren't displaced in any way whatsoever. Right. So. Oh, I totally misfollowed what you were saying, but now I understand. So if the if the indirect fire, so they're saying that like the, the fire order has to be some some uh, sequential turns. Right, right. So the, you're talking about a test on the on the mortar, though, not on the unit that's being targeted. Yes. So you're, it's, oh. the mortar the mortar doesn't doesn't, doesn't lose fire. its ranging in because it rallied instead of right. fire. Yes. Yeah. That. Yeah. Duh. Like that seems to make common sense. Oh, like so the, the mortar issued the rally order. Correct. Right. The mor- the mortar tried to rally. That doesn't mean you immediately start over again. In my opinion, it's so yeah. If the mortar had failed its order check and gone down next round, you've yeah. done a fire order again, and would it, you wouldn't have thought twice about it. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Well, I mean, if you think about how a mortar works, like right, they're dialing it in. They've got you know the, the adjustments to make. So if they've made the adjustments and they're they're getting closer, that doesn't like immediately just disappear. Like, right, like. Right. They, oh, they haven't moved. I can still shoot at the same spot and maybe potentially hit them. And or I think, dialing closer. I think that even went a little further in, in the chat. Or someone said, "What about if I've zeroed in an artillery piece and eliminated the crew, and firing on another target? Can I turn back and then if someone remands that weapon, can I, can I can, yeah. yeah, can I hit it again? Well, well, no, uh-huh. it's a new unit now. Right. The order dice has been has been set aside. Yeah. Sure. And it doesn't come back, and it's not the same unit. Right. That's like all of those things were. Yeah, that one I think is is a little bit cleaner because you're it, it's a different order dice. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, when when the artillery crew dies, the, the, dice the artillery the becomes not is no longer a unit. It right? It's terrain. considered terrain. Yeah, right. yep. that was the, like the rules were very clear. The about dice that is one, taken out of the bag, isn't it? The dice, dice is taken out of the bag and set next to the piece. artillery piece. Yeah. And if it's remanded, then that dice then goes back into the bag at the end of the round. Right. Oh, what so, what what. Nobody's what happens ever. to the dice? What happens to the dice uh, from the artillery unit? From the original artillery unit that is now it's, vacated because it's oh because it's their crew has gone over to reman the other. Well, artillery they're, piece. they're assuming that you wouldn't send all of them. Yeah, you wouldn't send all of them. Send two. Well, of if, one of them. if you if you were on a light howitzer and you were moving over to a medium howitzer, you probably won't do that then. Well, so the the other dice stays with the with the artillery piece. Right, so if you unman that one, that artillery piece, that, yeah. that dice comes out and goes next to that artillery piece yeah. if there's no crew there. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, like well, whenever, whenever it, an artillery okay. piece has no crew I'm not, I'm not, it, the um, dice can set aside. Yeah, I'm not, I, I, I don't disagree with what you guys, I just, okay, I'm just, I find that to right. be a curious <laughs> situation. <laughs> Normally you wouldn't do that because, right, because you, if, you if you're unmanning an entire, an entire artillery piece, that one becomes... Not well, used to right. anymore, right? So, um, so you, you you have to have an eighty-eight and two medium howitzers sitting next to it, and then you can send half your eighty-eight. All within twelve inches of each other. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah but right. but if if I'm manning an artillery piece that has been zeroed in on, I I well, might leave it. Well, <laughs> you know, um, yeah, and go right. to one and that isn't right, so. and then right. so that that order dice would then be placed next to the abandoned artillery piece, which is now considered yep. terrain. Which, yep. if enemy units contact it, it is then destroyed. At the end of the game, it is destroyed, and that's when that order is counted. So to reman, to reman an artillery piece, do you have to be within um, one? 12 inches. 12 inches, so one, one order. Well, if you're in rough ground, you start get to be a little... Anyways, uh, anyways, <laughs> let's... Okay, let's move on. <laughs> that's, yeah, yeah, but you get the idea. Yeah. All right. Uh, I don't actually know about the HE Temple one either, so... So this, this is... <clears throat> Just seeking clarification on this. All right, so um, HE template template on vehicles. And page 107 says the template is placed as close as possible to the center of the vehicle. 
Yep. Uh, now keep in mind, the only official template Warlord has been has released has no center mark on it. <laughs> it has no middle. It has no it's just middle. Just a giant ring. Yep. So it, it does not say to center the template on the vehicle. No. So and I've I've heard people you know question this several times over, and I'm like, well, I'm I'm reading what the rule says. I'm knowing what they provide as a template. How in the world can you say you can put the center of the template on the center of the vehicle when it doesn't even says that? I mean, it doesn't say center the template. It doesn't say center the template. It says place the template as close to the center as possible. The, pla- the template is placed as close to the, as close as possible to the center of the vehicle. What else does it say? Uh, that's all I have sectioned out here right now because apparently my um, Adobe decided it needed to do updates and it's not opening my PDF. <laughs> Okay, because the way I've always, and I'm, now I'm going to have to go find my book, the way I've always played it was um, the template has to cover the center of the vehicle. Right. So any part of your template, um, you can position it in any way as long as the center of the vehicle is covered by your template. Anything else that overlaps, you're able to score hits on. Yes. Yep. Um, yeah, I mean, the same way when you're, when you're placing a template on a unit, you are doing it to maximize number of miles in that unit before you're trying to, you know, bleed into other targets. Exactly. As long as as long as the template covers maximal uh, number of models, you can place it in any other way to overlap anything additionally that you want. So it's it's the shooter's choice in that scenario. And so the only requirement for the template on the vehicle is that it covers the center of the vehicle. So Right. Yep. That's not I, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to make a shirt that says shooter's choice and it's going to have some weird cockeyed template. <laughs> Ooh, be careful where you wear that shirt. Okay, good point actually. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Yeah, never mind. That's okay, not a good office idea. attire. Well, neither is half the crap I would. Uh, no, I guess. Well, I guess if you're working from home, you can wear you can wear that. Yeah, I mean, home. shit, I'm not wearing pants half the day. Well, so. all right, that's I'm wearing shorts. Come on, Pat. Jeez. <laughs> that's a lot less fun. <laughs> my, I sit. My desk sits over a heat register, so I like sweat all day if I wear pants. It's, a, it's a, it's a first world problem for sure. Yeah, yeah it is. Yep. Okay. Yeah, all, right. all right. Oh no! Do you want I the, lost my agenda? <clears throat> do you want the last can of worms? And I'm surprised we haven't gotten an answer on this one. Yeah, I'm disappointed we haven't gotten the answer on this, and I think you know. I have a theory as why we haven't gotten an answer on this, but I'll save that for okay. off the air. All right, okay, okay, all right. So let's let's talk about this because this one to me, this is the difference between Europe and us, and I don't. And it's nothing wrong with the way they've interpreted. I understand why they're interpreting it the way they have. Well, hang on, hang but, on. Let's be careful however, here. I don't. I, I. Well, no. Go ahead and finish, and then. No, I mean, I, I mean, that's. I mean, that's my perspective. Is that it seems like it, the Europeans play this role differently than we do. All right, well, state the, the not all of them. State but some the question. Of them. Here. Okay. Yeah. Let's. Yes. Yes. All right, let's, so let's, a unit is hit by a flamethrower and they take fifty yep. percent casualties. Are you yep. making two morale checks or only one? Well, why would you be making two instead of one? So break that down for us. So. So that everyone that's listening is, can understand. The un, the right. argument, as I understand it, is that okay, it is two separate sources that you're making morale test. One because the flamethrower says you have to. And two, because it's fifty percent casualties. Well, let's right. let's go into the rule. Why do you have to take a morale check because of the flamethrower? All right. So the flamethrower says because uh, you're on fire, dude. That's <laughs> I mean, essentially. Are you? Is that a direct quote? Because you're on yes, fire, you're dude. On fire, dude. <laughs> yes. So that's on, what. That's how it was. Sixty-seven. Yeah. The target shooter's choice. Because you're on fire, dude. <laughs> right. 
All right, here's what the rule says on page 67. The target of a flamethrower must always make a check. Uh, may, uh, must always check its morale once firing has been completed and pins have been worked and pins have been allocated as described above. Note that a morale check is required regardless of the number of casualties caused and even if no damage has been suffered at all. Right. So the flamethrower rule has a has a morale check built into it. Yep. Mm-hmm. So the interpretation that some have taken to that is that it means it's a separate check from when you have 50% casualties because that is a separate rule in the book that says when you've suffered 50% casualties, you have to take a morale check. So people play it as if it were two different morale checks. And my interpretation is, and maybe I think all of us, I don't know if all of us agree with this or not, that it, the way that the flamethrower rule works or st- is stated, in my opinion, says... It, it, regardless of the number of casualties, you are taking a morale check, and it's just basically right. overriding the fifty percent rule Correct. on the other rule. Yes, that's my interpretation of the rule. I understand why some may think it's two rules and it's two separate sources, like you said. I think the flamethrower rule is meant to supersede the other one. I don't think it's meant to be two separate checks. Mm-hmm. And I agree with that. <coughs> yep, yeah, and that's the way I've always played it. I mean, I heard that, and I was just like. Yeah just like so thrown off like how could someone think that and then you you know listen their side and go okay i i understand why you're thinking that but yeah, i don't it, that's, that's not what the rule that's not what the rule says right it, it's a, it's again it's an interpretation of what we see as being i, I personally think it's pretty clear but um, i understand why someone could interpret it differently sure yeah so, so i mean now keep in mind that uh, in cases of fanatic they're not required yep. to make a test when they hit that 50% morale. Right. That's right. what the fanatic is. Mm-hmm. But this flamethrower is saying, regardless of casualties, you make a morale test. Correct. Right. You so are making a check regardless of It's bypassing the fanatic. Yep. And it's implying the morale, chest, morale test, which the fanatic would have ignored. So that's why everyone knows the Japanese have to make a test. Well, everyone else has to make a test if you get hit by a flamethrower. Yep. Now, to be right. fair, you brought this up before, Pat. This probably comes up pretty infrequently just from a standpoint of, like, you aren't necessarily doing 50% casualty with a flamethrower. Not yeah, you, maybe all that often, right? And generally speaking, the first test has failed anyway. <laughs> so yeah, when you have when you have D three extra pins on you or whatever D six D three pins one one D3. plus D three yeah one yeah. for being hit D three more for being a flamethrower yeah for being on fire dude. Yeah. Um, That's the, so what do you name any episode hear, that? I mean, on fire, dude. <laughs> you're on fire, dude. Uh, we'll see. We'll see what we come up with for that. But uh, so, Jeff, what is your theory as to why we haven't? So we 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 reached out to the WTC team to get clarification because obviously we're playing against people in Europe that maybe play it this way. Mm-hmm. So we want clarification as to how we're going to play it at, in the tournament. And I, I mean, honestly, maybe it needs to be answered in like an FAQ as well, like at a warlord level. But <laughs> uh, you know, in this, all right. So yeah, you just, hopefully um, we'll see an FAQ or get an answer on that. Yeah, I'm but, really curious what uh, what the official countdown is because uh, you know. Uh, I, I think if it's too, that's that's way too much power to something that's already got enough power as it is. Well, and especially with some armies that can get some relatively inexpensive flamethrowers, yep. that can be really could yeah, be really powerful. Yeah. yeah, right. I mean, I, I want to know before I make my list for the WTC. Let's just say, yeah, that. I <laughs> mean, yeah. that's why we're trying to get clarification because yep. that might change lists a little bit. I mean, it's it's why I mean it, it's it's an interesting. So, I guess I'll give you my perspective on this. I. I presented, I presented the question, and whenever, so there's a captain's chat, and within the captain's chat for the WTC, we um, we we pose questions um, primarily 
Um, there's the event organizer, and so he handles logistics and answers those types of questions. And then there's the judges themselves, and there's a judge liaison, uh, Warlord um, um, Paul. And um, and then he takes those questions back, and they meet with, with the, the judges for the WTC, and then they let us know. And so... Um, so we have to be really careful because there's two different paths here. There's the Warlord sure. FAQ team, which isn't the WTC. Which is not And yet. there's the WTC judging ruling. And so when I pose the question, and I do... And they do have some crossover between them. Um, somewhat. There might be some and, overlap. Yeah, and, and, the, and there, could, there could be some talking back and forth. I don't know. Um, they've never really discussed what that process is beyond what they've said, which is there's, the, there's three judges on this committee, and we discuss, and then we try to get back to you and answer within, within 48 hours of when the question is posed. Do we, do we know who the judges are? Um, it's, it's on the, uh, it it's on the, the page, pack. if I'm not mistaken. Oh, it is in the pack. Okay, yeah. cool. And so whenever I ask the question, um, I always try to do so in as um, non-biased way as possible. I said, this is, this is, this is the rules in question. My understanding is there's this interpretation where it's one check and there's this interpretation that's two. For the WTC, um, which interpretation will we be following? And that's, and that's all I've done. And then there was some discussion afterwards, after that, with each of the captains kind of putting in their thoughts on it. This is what we think should, it should be. This is what we think it should be. And, um, and that's kind of all it is. In the end, it's the judge's decision. Um, sure. I posed a question on um, January. No, I'm sorry, December fifteenth, and we haven't heard back yet. I followed up about a week or two ago, um, just after the holiday, and Paul acknowledged that. Oh, we just we're wrapping up the holiday, and we'll try to get back to you as soon as we can. Which, which makes sense. We you know we mm-hmm. ask before the holidays. The holidays, take, right? You know, family time. It's family time. Nobody nobody expects it. And, and that's know, Christmas Eve, right? So. And and that's all it is. But I want to I want to make sure that um, I don't know that they're waiting for a fact or there's their discussions with the warlord and the fact team and stuff like that. Yeah. And so be, be, because there is overlap, and and Paul does have access to to those folks in the office. I'm sure that he can pose some of those questions if, if he feels the need to. We haven't gotten an sure. official ruling for the WTC. Um, so we'll have to wait and we'll have to wait and see what they decide to do with it. But I, I agree with you guys. Um, if they rule that there's two checks on it, that could have, that could have an impact on, on what teams want to do and, and how they go about that. So we fucking shish kebabs everywhere. Yeah. Well, yeah. in all fairness, John Russell had, has replied to me. So as far as North America competition is concerned, it is, it is one check. Right. But <laughs> until, until the I, FAQ, just FAQ for whatever that's out. worth, until the FAQ <laughs> comes <laughs> out. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'll tell you, I'll tell you what that's worth to the WC. Uh, exactly. Nothing. So the, the Americans do it this way. That's wait. all this yeah, take, We're right? going to have to wait, which is why I say it's important. There's, there's different tracks here. What we yeah, do here in yeah, America, yeah. what John says, isn't necessarily going to be what they decide to do in the WTC, well, right? And or and what might even end up in the FAQ. Should right. mm-hmm. well, once the question gets over to that team, right? So, once HQ gets it, right? And and I, again, I'm I'm not trying to put any hat into the ring whatsoever. I just want us to know how we're going to play for the WTC. Now Absolutely. that we know what we're going to do here in America, then you know. But again, it's what we do in America is that's all it is. It's what we do in America, so. right? Well, well, and that right. That's what we do now. But that's, again, that's what we do do. We do do. We do that. <laughs> we do, 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 do. You're, on, you're on fire, dude. You're on there, fire, there dude. You. And 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 now that I've done the unbiased captains speak, um, I actually agree <laughs> with you guys. I I've always thought and played that it was a single check, but I sure. I can kind of see where you can come up with two, depending upon how you want to 
you know, I mean, you, if you think about Magic the Gathering and all the rules and exactly the order of play and all that kind of stuff, you can apply the same kind of logic to these games. And it's you can't though, because Magic is Magic's a very clean game. In, in that regard, well, I think he's talking about the rules the, the are interrupt, well, interrupt the interrupt. Oh, right, sure. The back and order. forth, the order of operations, all this yeah. kind of stuff. Technically, like prior, like, yeah. the morale check that always happens because of the flamethrower is not the same as the morale check that always happens whenever you've got fifty um, percent or more casualties. Right. And so they are they are they're they're both morale checks, but they're two different morale checks in two different circumstances that potentially overlap. So again, right. I get it. We'll just have to see what what the ruling is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, it's 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 interesting. It's a can of worms. It is interesting. It's yeah, it's uh, and again, when you start digging into it, you talk about okay, rough ground. What happens if you got that one guy out of rough ground and right. charging and the measuring and the two closest models? We'll save and something for the next episode. Yeah, there's those. It's, <laughs> Somebody it's, ask it. It's that order. It's point. that order of operations. What's the first step in charging? What's the second right. step? What's the third step? Right. Yeah. Passing the order test if you have pins. Right, and then so and then if it, with that mindset, it's like, well, what step? After after casualties have been taken off and pins have been assigned, which step is the flame floor morale check and which step is the morale check due to casualties? Right. Are they right. two different steps? Right. They're so both morale. They're both they're, morale they're, checks, but are they? But two there's different nothing that says you checks. can't have two. Yeah, it's not. There's nothing in the rules that say right. you can't is have two. Is that step seven? And well, it's the other one step. There eight. is that you can't take two from the from the same source. It's like if the main gun right. on a tank shoots you and then the machine gun on the deck shoots you, you don't take two right. tests. You take one at the end. So, essentially. Yeah, so yeah. there is some precedent in the book for that. Yes. Okay. Yeah. We've beat the death out of flamethrowers here. Good, good lord. Um, so, if you're interested or you have questions about things, we often answer them on Discord. That's usually the easiest way to get a hold of basically Pat. Or, or <laughs> you know, Pat usually answers those questions. I usually just like uh, I'm going to ignore that until Pat answers it. Um, even like, but, we'll take a little clip of the verbiage in yep. in the PDF yeah, nice. and like here's yeah, where it is. But but anyway, so if you're interested in trying to, if you have a question or whatever, and you're not on Discord, you can join us on Discord and figure out, you know, how to answer, and, ask questions to us. Like I, like I always say, if somebody can't cite a source for the the rules, they're giving you their opinion. You're not okay. wrong. You're not wrong. So they might be right. They can the opinion be right. can be right. You can be absolutely correct, and you just you know cite the source to help right. people read the rule book. <laughs> We just had a 10-minute discussion where we cited the rules and ended up having two different opinions. Yep. <laughs> so, good luck. That well, can that's happen, just, too. That's just this rule book in general. Unfortunately, sometimes they over have overlapping things. So, All right. We're going to take a short break. We're going to come back. We're going to talk about Italy's soft, uh, soft underbelly. Um, yeah. We'll, we'll be back in three minutes and 14 seconds. All right. Nice. All right. Hope you enjoy the music. Back after the pie. the boys I've known and I've known some until I first met you I was lonesome and when you came inside dear my heart grew light and this old world seemed new to me you're really swell I have to admit you deserve expressions that really fit you and so I've racked my brain hoping to explain all the things that you did to me by me to shame please let me explain by me Means 
say Bella, Bella, even seven bar each language only helps me tell you how grand you are. I've tried to explain how mere is to shame, so kiss me and say you understand. back hope you like the music i loved it i always do especially all three minutes and 14 seconds mm-hmm. of it give or take <laughs> you gotta get that in there put sure, that caveat fine. in there please fine fine give or take give or take <clears throat> you're on fire bro dude <laughs> so, i said bro damn i don't remember bro, it's not a good no no you can't say that's wrong okay anyway all you right fire dude Let's i think see. is better yeah, yeah, yeah. Saying you're on fire, bro, is just not me. I'm not that guy. I'd say dude over bro any day of the week. Except for anyway. you just said bro. Yeah, I know. I don't know why I said it. Yeah, what's up with that, dude, out. bro? Yeah, yeah. Well, this worrying me a little bit. All right, <laughs> maybe it's this book. Maybe it's the book we're about to talk about. I don't know what. Maybe it's got me all freaked out. Oh, the books. All right. It's, no, it's fine. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just don't let's feed, talk about it. Don't feed the goats. All right. <laughs> so we're gonna talk about the. Uh, what, it's soft underbelly, but what's the? It's not Italy soft underbelly. Is that actually that what it's called? One hundred percent, what it's called. Campaign okay. Italy soft underbelly. Okay, so there's campaign in front of it, and it makes a little bit more sense, maybe. But okay, all right. Okay, let's talk about it. <laughs> what? Let's let's start at the beginning of the book. Uh, let's. How do we setting like the time period. I like. The <laughs> what? What did you say, Dale? How do we like the cover? How do we? Yeah, how do we like the cover? I mean, cover, I mean it's on. I just wanted. I would Lord. like to quickly point out the fact. That uh, after the table of contents does in fact have an appendix. At the beginning of the book. I, I yes. Interesting. Okay. I know those traditionally um, go at the back of books, but this one has an appendix. I, I mean, that, that, that's an epiphany moment there. Like, like, what's in the appendix? Like history type appendix? No, no. Like new no. generic units tells you the page number. New yep. generic weapons tells oh. you the page number. Wasn't that just part of the table of contents? No, it's after the table of contents. But it's not part. Okay. 
It's a separate table. <laughs> it just it just feels like it's a table of contents. So, so it's more of a reference. Right so it's like, hey, what are the new generic units in this book? I can go. Over, I can look at this appendix, and bam, it's hey, right there. That's that's a step in the right direction. Oh, so congratulations, right Warlord. Yeah, that's interesting. So they they collated all of the all of that kind of information and put it in its own appendix. Yes. Oh, it's right. like they that knew is... how I review books. I mean, yeah, and, and typically the appendixes <laughs> that we see are here are the special rules for terrain or weather right, for this particular right. campaign. So, all right. Yep. Which are usually near the back of the book or the, at the back of the book. So it's kind of cool that they're in the front, I guess. That's cool. Okay. Good call out. So let's let's start with the setting and time period of this. Like, I I don't actually understand what Soft Underbelly is. It obviously, is a campaign, but I don't understand exactly what it is. Um, so Operation Husky, July 43 to the winter line in December 43. So this is the invasion okay. of Sicily through okay. the initial stages of the invasion of Italy proper. Gotcha. And the initial sta- stages take us all the way up to where? When they get to the mountains? Or? Uh, so December go. 43. Uh, the Winterline Defense. I believe the last scenario actually does have the edge of the mountains as part of the map. Right. Because mm-hmm. okay. this, is, this is the first of two planned Italy campaign books, correct? That is my understanding. Okay. Yep. All right. So There's at least another one. So scenario 12 is Monte la Defensa. Which does say that three times. Monte la defensa, Monte la defensa, Monte la defensa. Okay, good job. Thank you. Uh, and this, <clears throat> this, uh, there is an edge of a mountain on one of the table edges. This is part of the scenario. Okay. There's okay. one scenario after that, which is a city. But, uh, I, you know, having given the scenarios a pretty good, solid looking over, I will say. <laughs> um. None of them are take whatever thousand point force each side and go play this. Oh, interesting. They're okay. they're all. Um, if you want to play this scenario, it's either you take this points of force from this particular list. Um, and to their credit, they do have the theater list in the back. They are. They don't call the page numbers out in the scenario, so it left me kind of befuddled until I actually read through the ginormous list of theater selectors. Mm-hmm. Oh my yeah. lord! Quite a few. Maybe maybe that's the next step though. Like that that is actually useful when you're like reading a scenario or doing that. Like it tells you a page number for the theater selector. That'd be a nice yeah yeah. I, I, I was I would have I, I was actually googling what some of these things might have been before I you know read to where the theaters were because I was sure. I was reading okay. the book in the wrong order. I wasn't reading the new units and then the theater selectors first, and then going back to see the scenarios where I was reading the scenarios first, like some kind of. Some kind of was new. that the order of the book? That's the order of the iron in the book. I read it from you yeah, know. So cover scenarios to back. are first. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So like how most people read a book. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. it would have been nice if they had said you know you said the page number the theater was on, then I would have known. Okay, well they have a theater selector, or even said that the theater selector from this book would have been nice too, because I didn't know what uh, what they meant with that. So. Oh, sure. It wasn't exactly clear. Yeah. Okay. So they do. They do again. Also have all the the osprey maps. Which are really cool. cool. Um, my old eyes, I feel the maps were a little smaller than they could have been. Would you want like a centerfold, like fold dude? Out that's thing? a great idea. That would be awesome. <laughs> yeah, a multi of, of a, a multi-color map, fold out on the inside, inside hardcover. Yeah, you know, honestly, if I'd they gave, like if there was like an insert, you could pop out and it was just like a normal sized map of the AO. That'd be amazing. Like, That'd be really cool. I would actually. buy physical copies of every campaign book for those. Yeah, if yeah. you could collect, I mean, that's like collect the it, maps it, and shit. It, That'd be really if cool. you made them collectible. I mean, yeah. I just I just put together I com- 
finished a puzzle I got for Christmas and Did put, you it, hear in that word? put it in a frame and hung it on my yeah. wall because I really like that. And something, okay. right? Yeah, I think that's a great idea. Free ideas for you guys. Like everyone, if you get a puzzle of the map, no. The, so the back, so the back side no. of the map is like <laughs> part of an joke. image, and you put them all up, and it's like a giant pinup girl or something. I don't know. <laughs> or or a technical cutaway of a Sherman or a Tiger tank. That'd be cool too. That'd be cool. That would be something cool. like that. Or yeah, lots of things you could do. Yeah, lots I mean, of things you could do. Bolt that, action yeah. Warlord Games uh, collectors series. Yep. You know, there's there are plenty when of airplanes, and of course. They've probably that's probably produced already in multiple formats that readily available. But so. the, I mean, that's the beauty of it, though, is right? Is you're buying something, you're getting something for free, mm-hmm. or you know, you're getting a bonus, right? That's kind of the idea. Yeah. Like, yeah, I can go buy a Sherman, di- you know, Sherman cutaway of you know whatever diagrams they have for it. Like that shit's available. Like I'm sure Osprey has a hundred of them already, but there would be cool to have something incorporated into the books or campaign books at least yeah, mm-hmm. something like and that. featuring some yeah. really sweet painted miniatures or something yeah yeah. yeah yeah i'm just yeah just thinking about like hey if they ever release version two books there you go do something with that so yeah so the scenarios <laughs> <laughs> back to the scenarios uh they are all very well detailed and they've all got a lot of interesting special rules specific to the scenario um some of them are repeated and therefore they're into the back and some are just specific to that scenario so in a sense that's very interesting but i think this is how to, how to how to say this the right way um i don't like to have to collect models to play a scenario sure and that's kind of what this is laying you out to do to play that scenario i like to try and take some of these scenarios and you know you know, like i did for operation snafu that bridge scenario mm-hmm. was you know was right out of one of their books so and these aren't really set up for that specifically. Yeah, as a as an over as a generic scenario <clears throat> generator, this book maybe isn't what we're looking for. But I think if you want to play through the campaign for Sicily, historically I think accurate, this is fantastic. I mean, <laughs> this is a self-contained in a ways a self-contained campaign book. I think is really done really well. Yeah, you know. It uses it refers you to use selectors from inside the book. Um, yeah, it gives some special rules for armies inside the book. <laughs> uh, it gives good history and stuff for inside the book. So as a self-contained campaign, I think this is really good. Well, and and back to that point though, Pat, about like, you know, obviously you can proxy models. You know, there there are people that what? are you know maybe that hard, <laughs> right? <laughs> like, if you need a special unit that only is gonna part, it's only gonna be in this one campaign proxy them like it's fine or if you're hardcore make them cool now you have that unit and they can be proxied as normal models in another army you know there's nothing saying you have to make new models to do a campaign so I, yeah yeah i guess you could do that right I, and you, you know, i'm gonna have to approximate british as italians if we're ever gonna play it so <laughs> i'll have plenty of italians you can borrow my Italians. Yeah, okay yeah, there you all go right, right. there you go uh, so that being said, uh, I'd mentioned that they, some of the scenarios have very uh, special rules specific to their scenario that I found very interesting and I might be lifting for some of my tables in the future. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. So in scenario eight, they have it's an airfield, and they have a special rule in here for aircraft. Uh, it says aircraft are treated as having seven plus armor, equivalent to armor carrier units with demolition charges, can use them to destroy aircraft, roll 3d6, and result to seven plus the aircraft destroyed. Uh, aircraft fuselages are 
hard cover for units taking cover, and the wings are soft cover. Oh, okay. Well, okay. That's a good so, way to I mean, do it, I suppose. Kind of adds to the airfield board. Sure. I like that. I, I like that the difference between the wings and the fuselage, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, and I also like that it has a way to blow them up. So if we were doing our, you know, airstrike somewhere, now you can blow up the airplanes. Yeah. Or could we always blow up the airplanes? And then they do have they do have a ram and slam for you know armored vehicles smashing through airplanes too. Nice. Nice. So, yeah. And then uh, there's also in the scenario there's a boundary fence, and so they actually have rules for uh, vehicles being able to create gaps in the fence. You know, four inch gap when they when they punch through the fence, and then you know units can how the units can get through the fence, you know. So that was more interesting stuff because the the board that I'm looking to make, you know, the prison camp obviously have fences going around it. And mm-hmm. I wasn't sure how it was zoomed in I was going to go on that. So Four inch sections. There you go. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so, so yeah, that was some of the that was some of the interesting uh, scenario specific rules I came up that I'm like, okay, you know what, that's I don't think anyone has really good rules for playing with aircraft on table. You know, everyone's tried to right. do an, an airfield board at, or played on it at some point or another. And, you know, there you go. That's that's a good way you can play those. Uh, the other scenario that I found of interest was, uh, I think it was scenario 10, uh, the winter line. Uh, this is Termoli, is the name of the scenario. And what was interesting about this is it's a written multiplayer scenario. Oh, that's cool. And it's, it's played on a, a 12 by 4 with uh, uh, three three allies and, and two, and a German and Italian, is it? Or is it two Germans? Two Germans, it looks like. So, Well, that doesn't make two sense. Two players on the German side. Yes. Right. <laughs> but is there an Italian player? There's not. So it's a German versus allies? Mm-hmm. Yep. In an Italian book? And technically, well, all the allies in Italy, are yes, I guess, versus. I mean... Yeah, I guess it's it's still an Axis. Yeah, yeah. all right. I mean, so it's technically British it. versus German, but the uh, the British are okay. broken down to forces that are back in the campaign book, which are um, one's British, one's actually an Irish brigade, uh, and then and they've also got an Allied reserve tank. And it's got some very interesting rules in it for, mm-hmm. cool. for playing it. So I thought, you know, there's not a ton of written multiplayer scenarios, right? So I always like when they went to see one in there. That's kind of nice. Cool. Yeah, I mean that is not something you normally see, right? No. Cool. So Fun. there's there's the overview of the scenarios. Like Jeff said, you did certainly viable as a campaign. Rick says it's okay to proxy stuff if you want to play a campaign. <laughs> <laughs> you got my permission. That's what matters, is you got my permission to proxy stuff. As long as your opponent understands what they are and are aware and that the they are not are what they think they are. Right. Yeah, they all have to be exactly the right weapons. Right. Yeah, of right. course. No, no, ten bazookas because that would make that would be crazy. Only ten. Well, no, you have to have loaders too. This British and German. No, yeah, they have team. Yeah, they're team weapon. Yeah, oh, Piats and why would Panzer you take a Piat? Trucks. You say that, Pat, but we had my artillery piece destroyed by a Piat that one time in the tournament. So, I if you had ten yeah, Piats, that's true. Well, I think you had. I you think had ten Piats. That'd be good. Like that could be kind of good. Pretty <laughs> really expensive, but. All right. Anyway, and then they okay, then they added some new units, and then they've also got you know in the theater is where they introduced a new set of special rules. Uh, we had touched on one of those briefly. Yep. So do we want to do these in order, or do we want to gripe about those first? I mean, comment. <laughs> do you want to? So you're trying to save the 
our, our tantrum at the end or at the like in the middle? Is that what you're well, trying to okay, do? Well, okay, so here's the other thing is um, a lot of these units, and there's there's more than just Italian units in here. In fact, Italian right. actually has the smallest percentage of new units in the Italian book. Yeah. Uh, but they do reference some of the special rules that exist in what they're calling theater, and my understanding is that these are you know based for play in this book. Right, they I, aren't new I rules you can select. Yes. Right, they're, they're not something you're going to be able to dabble or, you know, pick and choose and do all sorts of crazy shit like that with yet. Yet. I say yet. There's still a chance it could happen. But we're not there right now. Mm-hmm. So, so, just so just so I understand, um, the, the new army rules are for specific theaters. Are for the theater selectors presented in this book as I read them because... The chapter heading is new theater selectors, and then they start laying out special rules because they first go through the Italian army and their theater. So they start with the chapter heading is new theater selectors, okay. the Italian army, right? New army special rules. Okay, so Gaba so, theaters, the German army, new German rules, Gaba theaters. Okay, British so army. so 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 it introduces new army special rules for use with uh, these new theater selectors and inside the they're inside this campaign yeah. book. Yes. Okay. So. Yep. But we can. I'm we just can, waiting for the tournament that has them show up. Somewhere. We can go front to back, and we'll do the units first. Yeah, let's we'll, do it. We'll, we'll follow the order of the book. Okay. Which, As you read a book. Like, well, it's it's a confusing way to <laughs> read it. Maybe that's why they threw the index Usually. in here. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> it's going to be a little interesting with the Italian. I'm going to have some comment about the Italian units, but that's. All right, let's, let's, let's do the Italian have units first. <laughs> uh, usually, usually there is but some. It's very, comment. very seldom that we would, you know, have a podcast and not have opinions. Now, now, kind of like not the point. To tangent mildly, when we were at Snafu, and John showed me the new Italian sprue in in person. I mean, I, he showed me the Italian gesture on the on the sheet, and I was like, "What does that mean? Is he flicking you off?" And no, and like, okay, it turns out it's actually Italian gesture, and it was hilarious. <laughs> And I'm like, I looked at the sprue, and I was like, damn, those look really good. I will say that those models are great. I, I, yep. Well, Jeff has some of them. And, ha- and it has the Italian gesture, which is hilarious. Yeah. So. They look great. Okay, anyway. The sprues are fantastic. I'm really impressed with their Italian miniatures, the new plastics. Yeah. Cool. All right. So uh, the new Italian units are first on page 79, Imagine if you'd like to follow along. <laughs> uh, so we've got an infantry squad and teams. This is the Division Costeria section. Let's, let's translate that to English. It's Coastal Division. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, there you go. Because we're going to butcher Italian. If anyone out there is Italian listening to this, I apologize I'm now. I'm sorry, sorry, Alessio. Uh, they are inexperienced <clears throat> infantry. They cost you 15 points for an NCO and four guys. So three points a pop, kids. So yeah, uh, they got rifles. Chips. You can add up to six at three points more. NCO can have a submachine gun for three points more. They can even have an LMG for a whopping twenty points, as though you'd want to put that in there. I don't know why in God's <laughs> name you would do that. <laughs> they'd, they'd like shoot themselves, unfortunately. Uh, so, uh, so we mentioned three points a man. There's there's reasons. Uh, first yep. of all, they're yep. shirkers. Yep. Yep. Well, that's usually where they start at three points. And second of all, they have the new special rule. We haven't seen this before. It's called surrender. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I forgot. About Every time again. the squad is hit by enemy fire, uh, hit by, not even doing... Not wounded. Not, hit not wounded, hit. Yeah. Uh, the yeah. controlling player must roll a dice on a roll of three to six, proceed to damage the damage normally. On a roll of one or two, the unit is destroyed and removed from the table. 
dear God. Just hit. Just hit. Yeah. So these are like the cheerleader dice that sit in the corner somewhere. These are the last thing the Italian army needs with its current special rules. Well, to be fair, then it doesn't suffer any of the other bad Italian rules. Because it's, it's already off the board. Yeah, it's surrendered, so they're well, gone. Except for now you've lost an order dice, and that's... Shh, don't tell them that. Okay. Now, if you were... Yeah. Now, let's let's <clears throat> analyze this. If you were trying to... <laughs> Jesus Christ, I'm going to say this. Min-max an Italian army for competitive effectiveness. <laughs> and you wanted to <laughs> fill your core... of oxymorons in there. <laughs> and you wanted to fill your core tax... You can do it with your, your these infantry slot. Yep, yeah. You know, this is this is thirty points for your two infantry squads, and you just hide them. Oh God, essentially. yeah, yeah. You put them in hard cover; they go down. Yeah, hard and, cover, long range, and they go down. Right. They and they do, do absolutely nothing, and are never exposed do, to fire. Does a preparatory bombardment make them surrender? Yes, it hits them. Oh dear God! Like it just hits them. It just has to hit like, them. You're like, oh, I did a pin. It's hit by the by enemy fire. Yeah. Preferred of apartment is enemy okay. fire. Yeah, so don't have them on the no, table no. if you do hit. The other guy's so, got a so, so They're not, they're so not checking for friendly fire, so there you go. Long range, uh, down, and not on the table at the beginning of the game. That sounds so like if they take not an artillery great. observer and it scatters onto them, would that, that's, that's, that's not enemy fire, right? No, that's not enemy fire. That's your fire. It's friendly yeah, fire. That's, that's friendly fire. Even, <laughs> even, it does say even enemy. a FUBAR. It does say enemy, even, so there you go. Even a FUBAR wouldn't do that, right? Because that's still friendly fire. If you target him with a foobar, that's still friendly fire, yeah. That's still friendy fire. So there, there, there you go. go. That's the saving grace Loop, right there. Loopholes um, and loopholes. Maybe this, um, this unit entry, does it um, does it contain the magical worlds maybe included as a selection in a generic reinforced platoon? It sure does. Okay. Yes. I think we'll see that as a trend in this. There's a lot more of those, right? Yes. yes. You're going to hear that phrase a lot in this book. Fabulous. In all fact, right, let's, what's the next in unit? Because they that all are impressive. unless we tell you they're not. Yeah. Okay. okay. They are okay. unless we say otherwise, yeah. That's how good it is. I mean, that's that's good. That's I, I do appreciate that. Like, that's cool. Right, if right, if the, the Italian army had like a tiger tank or some ungodly expensive beast vehicle to bring, this would be better because you know yeah. then you could offset cheap dice. infantry. Yeah, right. They don't. Yes. So. Right. Yeah. Shocking. Yes. Spoiler alert: They don't. It's, it's still okay. it's still disappointing that they don't have access support. Okay. Yeah. All right. Anyway, keep going. What's keep, the next unit? Yeah. All right. So motorcycle infantry. Thank you for cool. not trying right. to say that word. Jesus. <laughs> There's a lot of C's and I's in there. And I think a couple of those at least have a CH sound in them, and I'm not even going to butcher that. So. Motocyclisti. Motorcycle. Are you using, cool. uh, are you using right. Google Translate? Um, no, I'm, I'm just reading it. Okay. <laughs> All right, so for 75 points regular, 90 points veteran, you can get NCO and four guys with rifles. They're on motorbikes. Uh, you can add six more. NCO can have a submachine gun. Up to two guys can have light machine guns, for whatever reason. And you can, sure. just to be more worthless, you can also give them anti-tank grenades, if you're so inclined. That's not worthless. Anti-tank grenades? It's not worthless in an Italian list. <laughs> you can still assault Your anti-tank tank is so limited, it's not worthless in okay. an Italian list. Okay, that's fair. That's totally fair. Like, I mean, if just all your dudes have anti-tank grenades, that's your anti-tank. That is your, that is your <laughs> anti-tank. <laughs> just your infantry squad just throwing them at and, tanks. And also to great. quickly mention, too, that in addition to being uh, the reinforced platoon, is they have they list a slew of the theater selectors that are in this book that they are also able in. Like, are there certain ones that they wouldn't be allowed in? Is that is that why they're doing that? Well, from what I can tell, well, there's a lot of them listed. I'm just going to go with that. And okay. they're okay. Italian right. words, so you're gonna so I'm have not going to like... try and remember all of them. Yep. You may want to flip back so and you're forth. you're going to have to like, draw check, lines. Check the index so you can flip back and forth easy. There you go. There you go. Perfect. 
Okay, what's next? Uh, a guards destruction group, engineering demolishers. They sound cool. Actually, they're pretty sweet, not going to lie. Is this the unit that has two flamethrowers? So this is... We'll, we'll get there. Hang on. Oh, sorry, sorry, Build sorry. Spoiler alert. Uh, 88 points regular, 106 points veteran, NCO and five guys. You got six. Uh, they got carbines, yep. a.k.a. rifles. They got Bangalore yep. torpedoes and demolition charges. Okay, uh, cool. Add up to six men for 13 points more regular, 16 more veteran. NCO can have a pistol. Two men can have flamethrowers. Oh, yeah. Can the NCO has a pistol instead of his weapon, or in, in addition, addition to, to his in addition. point? Okay. In addition, to yeah, okay, yeah, okay. How much more are the uh, so flamethrowers? Twenty points. Twenty points. But you're paying a premium on the dudes themselves because they come with demolition charges and shit. Yep. Yeah, they have a few special rules. Okay, let's let's hear the special rules before we. Yeah. Well, uh, go ahead, Jeff. <laughs> well, I mean, or, they come they come equipped with the Bangalore torpedoes and demolition charges, which means oh, they get the Bangalores too. Yeah, okay. which means they're really good at clearing obstacles and um, blowing buildings up. Yep. Which can be useful, especially in scenarios inside this book. And are demo are demo charges good? Well, like I feel like there's like a lot of so they come things they you come have to do to get her. Right, they come with Tank Hunter. It okay. doesn't say right, that so they have yeah, to spend sure. money to get more Tank Hunter. I don't know if that's missing or, or that's what's written right now anyway. They just have all the bombs anyway. So uh, The Bangalore Torpedoes. Weren't those first brought up in one of the D-Day books? Yeah, they're common in D-Day. I actually didn't know that they were used by other armies until I got this book. So Right, yeah. Interesting. Okay. Demo okay. charges. So we've seen before. Have we? Uh, D-Day, D-Day yeah. book. Oh, have we, have yeah, we those are like about blowing them? up bridges yep. and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, they've been talked about before. Uh, and then special rule engineers count as engineers in scenarios where barbed wire and minefield special rules are used. So they it's can useful. sure they can do engineer stuff. But makes sense. They got a two flamethrowers. Yeah, flamethrowers is hot. Interesting. Yeah. Literally, dude, you're on fire. Yeah, right. And are and you can put them. They're a normal infantry choice. Yeah, so there's a slot. There's you can have five of them if you want. So if it turns out flamethrowers end up being really good and cause double checks, oh my I mean, gosh. all five of your squad should be these guys. Oh, yeah, it's interesting because, <laughs> well, because wow. okay, so if each wait, wait, hold on, well, hold so on, hold on, maybe we can't do that. Hold on, let's just ask a question. Uh, if two flamethrower hits, is it D three per flamethrower? Right. Yep. Ouch. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, no, I mean so that's it's, how I'd read it if we're doing two tests for the flamethrower. If it's well, a whole so separate it's, attack. It's, it's, it's plus one for the squad having hit. And then each flamethrower would do D three pins. Right, right. So, sure. so D three, right, and then D three plus one. I would right. think. Well, well probably not. Did... I think it is just a single D three since it's a single, a single source. It depends of how we're or, but opening. How it depends how that can of worms gets opened. Well, it it's, could. It's, it could go further. It's going to be a Folgers can of worms by the time right. we're done with it. What's wrong with Folgers? I mean, at a minimum, it should be. No, if just, they rule it that way, it should be two checks on. first, right? One for each flamethrower hit. <laughs> if if it if it's ruled that there are two checks, then I would argue that there yes, there would be a third check. Yeah, there agree. will be three Four. checks for this unit. That's you get fifty percent, right? Twice? No, no, no two flamethrowers only have a fifty percent check. So you did by two flamethrower checks would be independent of themselves if that's how they're going to yeah. rule it. And then that would be a, and then most likely a morale check for the fifty percent casualties because yeah, because you've got yeah, two flamethrowers shooting at things, right? Yeah. If that's how it's ruled. Gosh, um, I don't like having. Two flamethrowers in one unit. I love so, it. I'd like to spread it around. Well, it's still the same well, source. If you have five of them, if you have five of them, though, like that's okay. I still think it's only doing one plus D three pins, even if both even, hit. 
Who cares? But you're, still you're doing two six <laughs> kills. You're, you're crushing stuff. Right. Like, I don't think I, there's I, anything left to make a morale test, personally. I think it is just that, one plus D3. Yeah, that makes sense. And, and I'm okay with that still because I don't think it's going to matter much. But this is another use for those shirker dudes because now you have those shirker dudes running around and you have a bunch of these engineer squads. Why do you need the shirker dudes if you have these dudes running around? Yeah. Well, just because you, you're dice? just getting more order dice. Yeah, yeah okay, you're just sure, getting extra order yeah. dice. I mean, I, I mean, right, it's the same as this is their new tank, essentially, right? Like, instead of tanks, we're going to spend 200 points on fucking flamethrower dudes. 146 so, if you want to just go for broke on... Six, six veterans, veterans with two flamethrowers? Which is what you would do. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah you, min, you min the max. Oh, oh God, sure. yeah. Holy Italy crap. needs all the help they can get. Do they have a 12-man uh, transport? I mean, they've got a truck. Truck's in there. I mean, a truck is always truck's 12, right? 12, yeah. I don't want to, so you'd have I two units in a truck? Oh, I mean, if you have a lot of them. Blow that truck up and all of a sudden... Well, yeah, that's yeah. bad. Yeah, that don't help with that. Yeah, That'd be really pretty. bad. I get cringe at putting more than one unit in the transport. I mean, Although, I mean, if, if you're flanking with them and they're off the board for the first two turns, then... Yeah, if it's an outflanking unit, I can yeah. see it. I'm just throwing that out there. That's yeah. an interesting... Like, they fit n- nicely inside a truck. They do. They do. Yeah. Uh, six yeah. guys is anyway. too small a squad, in my opinion, but that's okay. That's not no, what we're talking about. Six, but six, six veterans, veterans is not too Six small. veterans is a different story. Especially yeah, with I, their I mean, threat output. Like a little bit, but... Yeah, that does make them really scary for six six. I mean, I've seen plenty of guys take six six veteran SMG guys and be just fine with them. So yeah, yeah. No reason six dudes with two flamethrowers wouldn't be like wool. Because if you're you you come on in an outflank and the guy's like, "Well, I'm in you know hard cover. I'm going to go down." And you're like, "I got flamethrowers, dude. Suck it. (laughs) Don't I don't care. I don't care. (laughs) Let's go. I've got molten marinara sauce here. You better watch out. (laughs) Jesus, just." If you could, if you could find a way with an aggressive nature and and proper support, um, then these guys in transports, yeah, tasty. Even even if you made them bigger units, it still wouldn't be that bad because they still give you access to a lot of. You can pump them up to twelve. I mean, three twelve man squads with flamethrowers would still be scary as fuck. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie, it's still scary. Yeah, I, I still, I mean. Or or you get more or five six man squads with and then ten yeah flame with ten with ten okay. yeah. <laughs> I mean let's let's be honest here they've got demo char they come with demo charges and tank hunters too right yep yep so you're only paying three points more than a normal veteran guy anyway yep so two points is usually the anti tank grenade for tank hunters in the first yeah. place so you're yep. getting Bangalore's demolition charges and the ability to cut barbed wire if it's being used for a point that that's worth it. I think these guys are a great deal. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, they're, yeah, it's, they're interesting. I like them. I mean, they're and no gurkhas, They're available in generic. <laughs> what? Right? They're available in generic, right? They are yeah. available in generic. Okay, cool. All right, so then they've also got an engineer support group. Okay. This is a lot better than you think it's going to be, actually. Add, yeah, I mean, it sounds lame, but. Well, I'm, I'm not I'm using the Italian pronunciation, so. Yeah, it's okay. Not cool, a chance. Cool. All right. Yeah, uh, so at 100 points for regular, 120 for veteran, you get uh, NCO and five guys. Uh, they have okay. pistols, one LMG, and a light mortar. Uh, it all comes with the unit? All, it all comes with the unit. Yep, that's okay. packaged. Interesting. Um, so they, they also count as engineers, and they've got, of course, obviously the split fire because the mortar can, you know, it's a, it yep. can shoot different stuff anyway. Yep. No, no option to change anything. They're just a static... 
That's sure. what you get. Yep. That's <laughs> five or six minutes. It's, a, it's yep. basically a five point discount because the LMG should be twenty, the light mortar should be thirty five at regular, and you're getting six Man. dudes for hundred well, points. Isn't uh, like the VB launchers? Was that twenty? VB launchers twelve to twenty, I think. Yeah. Are, are you talking cost? Or are you talking cost? Oh, VB launchers twenty points. Yeah, light yeah. mortars thirty five. Okay, sure. Uh, well, so it's a little different range than the VB launcher. VB launcher is six to eighteen. Or six, yeah, six to eighteen. That's yeah, right. So, and the so light mortar is twelve to twenty-four. Twelve to twenty-four. Okay, so, so you, you get more range with these guys, and you can still move and fire with that light mortar. So. Yep. Yeah, and they're. Not do you say they're regular or veteran? I, That's regular. Choice. Or you could get okay. them as veteran for one hundred and twenty points. You can upgrade to veteran. Okay. Interesting. Okay. It's a little less of a deal at veteran actually because it should only yeah, be eighteen I feel points like it's to not go a good up deal. to it, and it's actually. Um, 20? Yeah, so instead it's of 18, 20 points it's dude. more points. Yep. So it's mm-hmm. it's a better theoretical. It's a five-point discount at regular and two points over-costed. It. But except, again, they have pistols, so they're all tough fighters, so never mind. There they're you a go. super deal at regular. Holy crap. <laughs> that, yeah, they, they're an 11-point deal at regular and a four-point deal at veteran. Okay. So they're solid. If you like light machine guns and light mortars, this is where I put them at. I mean, they kind of both don't want to move too much, so that kind of works. Yeah, Similarish range range bands. No, that's too. not similar. It's not similar enough. I mean, twenty. It's not similar enough. Like if you get, you have to get twenty-four. Yeah, it's maybe right. Yeah, I mean, because you're. Yeah, I mean, well, I no, I mean, if you're if you're at that eighteen to twenty range, you're in short range for the LMG, and you're in the sweet spot for the mortar. But remember, you can split fire. The mortar doesn't have to f- target with right, the LMGs. Right, right, Can target other things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's a good point. There, there's okay. It's, I mean, it's a static unit to some degree. It's a static it's unit that can move. The, that can. Yeah, you're right. Because you, you don't lose the mortar shots if you move, which is right. nice. All right. So, so, so okay. we've, we've highlighted. Now should we talk about okay. the rest of them? So we've picked all the good ones, and now we're going to go pick out the not-so-good ones? No. No, okay, well, yeah, just, what's the next one? All right, so we've got an Ardenti officer, or DT officer, okay. whatever you want to say it. Sure. Uh, <clears throat> veteran, second lieutenant for 68. Uh, veteran, Veterans, all the options here. First at 93, Captain 128, Major 168. Uh, you can officer up to two men. Uh, you, you have to pay for the additional guys. They're 16-point each, so they're special veterans. Uh, how... Weapons as depicted. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, they have tough fighter. Nice behind enemy lines. Cool. We know this one. Okay. Is outflanking doesn't suffer the minus one. Yep. Uh, bold leadership. The poor officer. The poor new. officer's army special rule does not apply to him. Yeah, we'll get to that army special rule in a minute. But basically, these guys are awesome because they ignore the negative rules. And then they've got just, the, but just this guy does. Like not other units, just this guy. And they've also got uh, just this guy. Just this guy. Yeah, yeah, he okay. doesn't suffer the okay. poor right. officer's special rule. Yep. Okay. Oh, well, which affects everybody. Okay. All right. Yeah. Keep and going. then uh, the Frenza di Arnimi, which see special rule 129. That means he's going to remove two pins instead of one when he yep. passes an order test. Cool. That's cool. That's he cool. removes D2 pins. D. Yes. Yeah. Instead not... of one. Yeah. Yep. So it could still be one. Could still be yeah. one. Technically. The chance you got to though, fifty percent chance. Yeah. So uh, just again, I mentioned that you know, 
special rules might mean more in some content, so I'll just tell you quickly what poor officers are, is that their command value does not apply to ambush, fire, or rally order tests. So anytime you'd like to really use it. Generic officers in this book kind of suck. Sure. They're like poor officers they're, they're, or something. It's like they're poor officers or something, exactly. <laughs> so then we've got uh, same word, Ardente section. Uh, this is veterans at 80 points, five guys. Rifles, you can add five more at 16 points each, so there's an extra three point in there. Yeah. Um, you can add submachine guns. Any man of squad can do submachine guns for two points. Uh, they can also be equipped with a pistol if you want to piss your money away. Yep. Uh, one man can replace the, can do a light machine gun, uh, and you can do anti tank grenades if you're so inclined. Tough fighter, behind enemy lines. They've got the the forensic the DNT, which is the remove D2 pins, yep. and tank hunters if you happen to take anti tank grenades. So three points for tough fighter behind enemy lines and, and remove the D2, D2 pins. pins. Yep. At least you get a discount on the SMGs. They always do that, though, don't they? Well, because they have tough fighter. They already have yeah, tough yeah, fighter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They already have tough fighters. So yeah, don't. so don't, don't buy the pistols. You already have tough fighter. Right. Yeah, the pistols are worthless. At least submachine guns, you get more shots. Right. And you're getting the discount on them if you want to do that. So they're only available at veteran. Okay. And you can go, you know, five to ten or six to ten guys. Five to eleven. Six to eleven. Jesus, math is tough. Six five, to eleven five. guys. But these guys are ten, five to ten. And CO four man and up to five. Oh yeah, you're right. Sorry. So it's okay. Yeah, these are five to ten. Um, the Italians don't really have a lot of access to veteran tough fighting infantry, so these guys are pretty solid. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, put them for, in for Italian list. These guys are very solid. Might hear that caveat quite a bit. I'm wondering. So the Forza di Animo rule, mm-hmm. because they are veteran. If you have two pins on them, you're testing in an eight. You you might do that actually. You might take an order test on an eight instead mm-hmm. of rallying. Yep. So there there is some value with that rule on these veteran guys. Okay. All right. And then there's a saboteur section. Again, veteran, they're 100 points, though. Uh, the same 5 to 10. Uh, but they're 20 points a man. Yep. Spendy. Uh, any man can replace their carbine with submachine gun for 2 points. And then they can also have a light machine gun, too. No option for anti tank grenades because they come with tank hunter. They come with tough fighter. They come with behind enemy line. They come with demolition charge. They come with the D2 pins. And they are inexperienced saboteurs. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> that sounds bad. <laughs> yeah, it really does, doesn't it? I'd like my saboteurs to have some quality training. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, uh, so. Something, anything. Each yeah. enemy unit coming in from reserve, roll a d6. If the result is 1, 2, or 3, the enemy unit coming in from reserve suffers an additional minus 1 modifier in the order test to come in. Okay. So, Rule's not cumulative. So they're like, dis- they're like uh, <laughs> not as good Brandenburgers. Yeah, kind kind of similarish, but not this not as good. Yeah. But s- still, I mean, I guess how much are Brandenburgers? Are they like twenty one points a model? Twenty one or twenty two? Yeah, they're 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 really expensive. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a but, chance that they'll Brandenburger. Yeah. Yep. I mean, this what what do you say a fifty percent yep. chance that they'll do that they'll cause they'll cost you an extra negative one. Yep. So you still pass your check too. You could still pass your check, but most armies are yeah. taking a negative two then to come in. Yeah, that's brutal. That can be very brutal. Yeah, that can hurt a lot. Uh, and uh, again, another interesting unit. 
this next cool. one, uh, we're just going to call it the AS42. Yeah, sounds I great. love this thing, by the way. 78 points at Veteran. Um, it's a vehicle. No, yeah, it's a vehicle. Jesus. It's, soft a, it's skin a soft vehicle. skin vehicle, yep. yeah. So it's, it's an armored car. It can't be a unit. <laughs> Two pencil mounted MMGs. Boom. Okay. Uh, one covers the front and right, the other covers the rear and left. It's kind of wonky. So how many points? 78 at Veteran. Covers the corners. Yep. And it, yeah, which which is fine. Uh, and it's two two MMGs. Two pencil mounted MMGs. One covers the front and right. The other covers right, the rear and left. left. Yeah. yeah. Th- those aren't the reason you take this thing, though. Uh, so okay. you can you What's can the upgrade uh, the one of the pencil mounts to a twin MMG for ten points. Okay. Um, add the following HMG on a rotating platform, three hundred and sixty degrees of fire for twenty five points. Uh, had, wait, wait, have, wait, wait, wait. Add an HMG? That is an add into the center post, yes. Okay. So you, so you have you have so far you add have four. Add one of the on following. It? So you've got okay. you've got four options here that you can add to the to the center of it. Got so it. one option is an HMG. Yep. Uh, you can add an anti tank rifle. Twenty points. Twenty points. Uh, you could Ten. do an automatic cannon or you could Ten. do a anti tank a light anti tank gun. And all of these have 360 fire. Yep. Uh, so the center, light anti-tank gun is, is 50 points. Yep. And they're all, and how much was it? was 50 points, you said? For the anti-tank gun, it's 50 points. For the anti-tank yep. gun. For, for the, the light anti-tank, anti-tank gun, gun not, the, not the anti-tank rifle, which is 20. Right. And the autocannon was 30. I it's a light anti- used one of these. I used the generic book version of one of these, so it was only 30 yep. points because it didn't have the machine guns. Sure. Veteran, and I stuck an autocannon in the center of it, and it's brutal. Yeah. I like autocannons, yep. yeah. Uh, it's got. It, if you take the machine gun out of cannons, it's got it's got flak, recce with dual directional yeah. steering, uh, off-road specialist. The AS42 is an exceptional all-terrain vehicle. Allows drivers to negotiate extremely difficult terrain. The AS42 may advance through rough ground at a rate of nine inches, with a single ninety-degree turn. So it can move through rough ground like a track <laughs> vehicle. Uh, yeah, okay. Which, you know, cool. Vehicles can't. Normally can't. Yeah. Nice. Yep. Interesting. That uh, makes it, it extremely it seems like it good. Gets, it does seem like it ex- gets expensive with all the kit on it, though. Honestly, I would stick with the two MMGs, and I'd put the automatic cannon in the center post. Just add the auto cannon, yep. skip the, skip the extra twin. That's 108 points. That's expensive, but for an armored car, it's not terrible. You've got recce. It's not. Well, directional. It's, it's soft skin, but it's, it's recce. It's six plus. Yeah. Six plus recce. Six plus recce that can go into hard terrain. Yeah, it's still pretty interesting. That, that opens up a lot of escape flexible. avenues. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. That is interesting. Interesting. I don't know what's better in Italian books, so I have no idea if there's something more worthy of 100 points in the armored car slot. But I mean, I, there's a uh, there's an enclosed armored car in the generic list for with an auto, okay. with a single auto cannon and a turret. There's the auto Belinda. Okay. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, that's the auto yeah. Belinda. Oh, that's, 40 yeah, that's, that's, that's the take. That's usually the take. Yeah. yeah, this one's the one you take when cool. you've got style, though. <laughs> and you want to do something fun with it. And the it. model looks fucking sweet. Oh, yeah. It, it's it's got to be cool. Italian style points, that's the thing. Cool. All right. Yeah, cause so there's one more uh, infantry section in here, and I'm not going to try to pronounce them. I'm just going to tell you about them. Sure. Uh, they've, got all three, uh, they've got all three experience levels. Um, they are a little bit heavier cost. So uh, for 45 points inexperienced, 60 regular, 75 veteran, you get five guys with rifles. You can add up to six. 12 points at regular, 15 points at veteran, uh, 9 at inexperienced if you're keeping track. NCO and two men can have some machine guns. You can have a light machine gun if you're so inclined. 
any member of the squad can be given a pistol, one point, and they can take anti-tank guns, and they could be mounted on motorbikes. Grenades. Anti- 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 grenades. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah, okay. Guns, guns would be interesting. It's like, there's three dudes with anti-tank grenade, uh, guns, mm-hmm. not grenades. That'd be interesting. Okay. So, uh, they have a special rule. They traffic direction. If Italian force uh, is in reserve, they do not suffer the minus one for coming onto the board. They have a special rule. Get back into the fight. If they fail in a, an attempted rally, they can immediately roll a second attempt. If Any Italian inches. unit. Yep, if they're, anyone's within six inches of one of these units. When they rally? If they fail a rally, they can yep. Re- retest? Yep. Okay, interesting. I need these guys because I fail rallies all the time. Well, the... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you can't give them motorbikes. Yep. And you can, you can. give them motorbikes? Okay. Five points. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Uh, anyone out there listening to the podcast that has the book, there's a picture below this unit entry in the book, and it's got a, a truck and an Italian patrol. It says, there's a t- armored vehicle behind that. You're going to see like a third of it, and it's out of focus, of course. I don't know what the hell that thing is. Wow, it's usually pretty hard to stump you. Uh, yeah, I have no clue. It looks... I don't know, the turret's throwing me off. It looks like it might have either a heavy machine gun or a light autocannon. I think that must be a heavy machine gun. I don't know what that thing is. If anyone knows what it is, let me know. Like, send us a message. I'd like to know. I think it's an armored car, actually. Think so? Pretty sure. It might be an AB-40. I was just going to say, uh, no, because it doesn't have the guardrails around it. Well, they could modify it to, to make it cooler. To, to throw Jeff off. off. And, it, well, yeah, yeah. No, it wouldn't be the first time. Anyway. Give it a cool, fresh paint job with a pinstripe and... Maybe. <laughs> make it the fastest cool. to paint it red to make it go faster, too. Like, you know, whatever. So there we go. Eight okay. new units for the Italians. And I, okay, my first impression is that I like every unit in here because it's not just a another flavor of an infantry squad. It's they have special purposes and they have special rules throughout all of them. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Like sometimes you're like, oh, this basic like you basically got another unit that's basically the same as all your other yeah. units in, in most regard. Like sometimes they have special rules, but these seem like they're pretty kitted out to be cool special units. Mm-hmm. I like them. Uh, I can say I like something about the Italian book. There you go. There you so, go. in the interest of time, uh, there's just some different flavoring on some hair grenadier and some panzer grenadier squads that are they're still basically the same. I didn't see anything that really struck me. Jeff, did you see anything? Not really. I mean, you, the, whatever the Festung squad, I think it's pretty similar to a penal legion squad. So yeah, <laughs> you said penal. I said penal because you can give them shirkers. <laughs> you can give them shirkers. Yep. So, yeah, yep. Germans get another cheap choice. And then they've got the that training squad really that would kind of go with them. Yep. And then they've got another long-worded Panzer Grenadier squad. That's it's the Her- Hermann Goering division. Okay. Do you want to touch on them? or? Not really. I mean, they're <laughs> if you want to play a historical unit that's famous in the Sicily campaign, then this is the unit you play for the Germans. But they've got two of them. Yep. they got the one cool. where they've had the tar kicked out of them in the one where they're more up to strength. Cool. But no no other new cool German units. Yeah, there's one more about. unit we need to talk about. Okay. Alright, let's talk about Pat, that. You want the, to talk about the artillery? Is that the the Pupchen? Rockton Pupchen. Yeah. Pupchen? We like the Pupchen. <laughs> uh so this is at seventy five points regular, ninety nine point veterans. You get two guys. Uh, they are armed with a rocket launcher. 
on a, on a wheeled artillery carriage. Uh, they basically treat the uh, treat it as an artillery unit. Okay. Uh, with the stat line of Panzer Shreks. Range thirty inches. But with greater range. Yep. For how much? Seventy-five what? regular. Okay. Ninety-nine. Re- uh, it does 99 have a gun regular. shield okay. too. Two-man team. It does two-man does man have, team? It does have a. And this is this a weapons team or is this an artillery slot? This is artillery. Treat it as an artillery unit. But can it move? It can it move and yep, fire? It counts as an anti-tank gun, so it's taking your artillery slot. Uh, it's fixed. So fixed. So if you fixed so gun shield and yeah. So truck. if you issue thirty-inch Panzer Shrek. Yeah, you can issue. Yeah, but you got to get you got to get in range first. Well, thirty I mean, inch. Thirty inches is pretty good. Thirty inches is not that. Yeah, it's not that. Yeah, not taking so the penalty of the penetration because it's a shape charged. Issue an advance to rotate minus one. Fifteen inches is half. The gun shield is kind of. I like gun shield on bats too. That's kind of mm-hmm. makes them harder. Yeah, to so it, those kind of things are always targeted by each. It and counts and as an artillery. Yeah, fair. Uh, Anti tank, but yes, the artillery slot. Is it a weapons right. team? It's it a is team a team weapon. weapon. Yes, a team weapon. So yeah. a sniper will still take it off. Okay. Uh, no, because it's in the anti. It counts as an anti tank gun, and it says that it is treated as an artillery unit. Yeah, and you can't sniper <laughs> rifle and uh, artillery. Can't sni- but it, can't it has off. the team weapon rule, right? But in the, the, the description, it says treat as artillery unit, which means the artillery unit has a gun and crew models. Right. I mean, a sniper is still going to kill 50% of the models when it right. shoots it. Right. So but it's not gonna, you're not going to pull it off. All sorts of shit. Yeah, you're not going to no. tug it off because okay. of the sniper hit. You right. might well, tug it off because you right. killed half of them. And yeah, I mean, you're that's nice. Making it pretty yeah, ineffective. That part is nice. Interesting. Okay. I mean, I don't. I mean, it's a good area of denial system. You put that thing in hard cover and yeah. put it on ambush. Put it on ambush and Tanks have your veterans hide that. behind the gun shield and, you know, you cover a lot of ground. Yeah. yeah 30 inches, true. you don't want to drive any kind of armored vehicle into. Well, and you can still take a Panzer Shrek, too. Which is and close. regular at 75. That's not bad. It's not bad. And it's a small team, too, right? So it still counts as a small uh, team? Artillery units don't count as small teams. Yeah, they don't, so they they don't, don't count as small teams. That's the, they, can't, they also can't assault. That is the sniper protection. <laughs> But he could sit next to another artillery piece and re- they could recruit it, right? Yeah, yes. with one dude. <laughs> and then now it's down to one dude, you got the minus one to hit. Park, See, I'm bringing it back park to the... Park an 88 the, next know. to it with, like, the seven dudes and just keep... Just feeding, feeding guys to every turn, yeah. Yeah. Because the 88 won't do any good either, right? I mean, yeah, 88 yeah, really like, struggles on the board. I mean, different, you put this yeah, next to an 88, targets. that is a, that is 100% do not go with that. <laughs> yeah, that's, a, that's an area yeah, of denial. It's like, okay, sure. we'll be playing on this half of the board tonight. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Okay, cool. So is that it for German units? Well, there's, there's more. And again, about? we're yeah, yeah. you know a lot of them are kind of, you know, we've seen these kind of flavors before. They're just right. specific to this, which is nice. I mean, they've, it's an Italian book, so you yeah. hope the Italians are. are they've got a couple of Sturmgeschutz here that are actually the Italian, just repurposed Italian ones. They're okay. nothing. Meet a man a tank gun one, or a f- I do like the forward-facing hull-mounted super heavy anti tank gun and a nine-plus chassis for three hundred points regular. Oh Whew. God! If you had me until you told me the point yep. cost. Well, I was like, that sounds anytime cool. you put oh, super in something, you know it's going to be expensive. Yeah, yeah. just add two hundred points. Is it just? <laughs> is it? It's it's a nine-plus. It's a nine plus medium tank, with a super heavy on it. Not not open top. Not open top. And is it? And that's it's it's three hundred points for regular. Correct. Oh, that's good. Three sixty for veteran if you want to not take pins from things. 
I mean, because you figure what um, what's the Panzer for? Like uh, two thirty? So uh, two thirty. Yeah, but the Panzer four at least has the hull mounted MMG. This doesn't. Right. Oh, I mean, that's oh, that's her. That, that Only makes sense. got the super heavy anti tank gun. Well, yeah, but yeah. isn't that is that a three inch template? Uh, when wearing AG, yes, yes. So it can still, uh, can still I reach mean, out and touch it's units. It's, it's a super heavy. Yeah. Tiger. It's a super heavy. Yeah, I mean, Tiger is six hundred points. The super though. heavy is the plus seven against arm against armor as an AT. Yeah, round. it's a beast. It's, it's yeah. just three hundred points. I mean, if you've got a bunch of fifteen point Shirker infantry running around, you got to spend points on something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but this is German, see. Oh, this that's is, right. Which they can still buy the Shirker that's units. Right. So they're but still German still buy Shirker. Pretty cheap units. Yeah. Yeah, you can find some cheap shit. That's right. It's, but even three, to your point, a Panzer. I mean, Panzer four is two thirty five regular, right? I think that's what it is off the top of my head. That's yeah. what I remember it being. Yeah, yeah but that sounds right. That, that, that three inch. But it's got tiger fear. This doesn't have tiger fear. This should have some kind of well, fear. Well, I mean, the Tur- turtle shell fear. That or three inch, the three inch HE is is quite a bit more coverage than the two inch. Yes. Yes, um, for sure. That extra hitting power is is brilliant, and you can knock down buildings with that thing. So. Um, Doesn't the Panzer have a one-inch HE though? A Panzer IV, uh, yes. No, no the yeah. medium. A medium. A, a Panzer IV is a plus six with a one-inch HE. Yeah, a normal, oh. yeah, it's not just, a non-allied medium anti-tank gun is a one-inch HE. Yeah, it's it's not very good at it's not good at hitting infantry. Yeah. Oh well, yeah, they. I mean, they get well, an extra shot on their MMGs. I yeah, I like this tank. That's why I that's why I take a tank is to get more MMG shots. It's weird. I I hate tanks, but I like this one for some reason. I don't know. I mean, if you take a Panzer one, then yes, you're actually taking it for the MMG shots. But anyway, okay. It's I think it's interesting. It doesn't seem like it's totally out of the ballpark of buying. Like yeah, point wise, but yeah. it's still kind of expensive for a. So, tank. No, there's a lot of a lot of uh, Falsham Jaeger. Falsham yeah, if you want to build a Falsham Jaeger army, here's where you do it. Yep. And some theater selectors to go with it, I'm yep. sure. There's even a Falsham Pioneer Squad. Cool. In case you ran only, out of ways to get flamethrowers. Yeah, you only get one torpedo with them, though, and they got to pay for the Bangalores. Oh, what do you mean? One torpedo, you mean one flamethrower? They can get one flamethrower in the squad, and you have to pay okay. for the Bangalore torpedoes. Uh, to get the torpedoes, yeah, yeah okay. I mean, I, nobody really wants torpedoes if they don't have to. Do they? I might, I might take them on a couple squads just to screw with people when you're playing games and suddenly like oh, I was like oh well, you can't go across that's a tank trap and I'd be like <laughs> not anymore <laughs> well the trouble is they're so tough to use you gotta basically spend a whole turn you gotta spend a whole turn to use it you, you have to yeah. get there and I think it's a fire order but they can't shoot uh, the Bangalore is uh, advance order so is it okay easier. well that's alright then, then it's a little easier yeah they can they can move through it as they're doing it I think only yeah. a little though it's yeah not great uh, okay with that we can talk about Bangalore's in the next episode if we want to talk about it as a rule because they don't come up very often. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. So, do we want to go into British British units then? Let's let's get some highlights there. Yeah, we can highlight over them. <clears throat> uh, they they added the Highland officer, and this is because he's listed in theater selectors. Mm-hmm. So they so they're, okay. they're bringing in some more facets of the uh, Commonwealth, but. Um, okay. All right, we'll go, we'll go through because he's got an interesting he's got an interesting tidbit to him. So as a second lieutenant, he's sixty five points. Uh, he's all, all veteran options. Ninety okay. is first, one twenty five is captain, one sixty five is a major. Uh, you can add up to two guys for thirteen points each, and you can add a bagpiper for plus thirty three points. Woohoo! Cool. Okay. 
So the special rule is the bagpiper. Uh, the bagpiper effectively makes the platoon a Highlander, a Highland platoon, not Highlander. Sorry. There can be only one. There can be, be only, only one. one. <laughs> Doesn't say that. A Highland platoon, as long as the bagpiper is alive. Regular and veteran infantry sections in this platoon may reroll failed morale checks. Fubar rolls cannot be rerolled. That's interesting. Amazing. That's really good, actually. Yeah. It, That's actually. There's really not good. even a distance applied to yeah, it. Yeah, it's just everybody in the platoon. Yeah, because you can hear the bagpipes because you can hear those for miles. Now, if you you can get as a lieutenant all the way through captain, you said all the way through major. Major, sorry, major. So if you 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 can't be, but your... you have to pay thirty three points to get the bagpiper. Right, yeah, I'm okay with that. So That's officer fine. up to two um, guys and one bagpiper. You just take him in the bagpiper. Well, and with it, right? well so if you buy the officer for sixty five. Um, could you just buy one bagpiper and he's 33 points? Yes. 35 points, 33. Yeah. 30, oh, 33. Okay, sorry. I assumed it was 35 because that would make more so, sense. So, because he's 13. Yeah, he's 13 on his own. And, and his instrument is His ability. Points. Yep. Okay. Same as a flamethrower. Wow. It's arguably better than a flamethrower. Yeah, that's... Jeff needs this That's guy. a good rule. I like that. This will get Jeff to yeah, play British. That's cool. No, it won't. <laughs> no, and I will say, if anyone brings a Highland army think, and we have a tournament, you have to pair them against I each other. I think John Russell so actually sent me a picture one. of a bagpiper model, or they, they have one or something. They've got cool. two. I'm sure they do. Oh, yeah. yeah. And imagine, do, imagine make sense. the tartan. You can start painting. And oh, God. I paint a tartan. Ah, don't do that again. Just just buy special tartan paint. It, <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, okay. Cool. That one's cool. Is there more units to go with the Highland? Uh, they've, they've got another, just makes everything they've got another Royal Engineers section uh, in here, which okay. we've, we've seen before. So it's not unique in any way? Sure. Not that I'm seeing. Okay. I mean, no, it's out. British, but yeah. otherwise it's uh, pretty standard. Yep. So is this is that, is the is the, the Bagpiper or Generic Reinforced Platoon Selector? Like, you can take that in a normal army? Yes. Oh, boy. Okay. I'm going to see Maori Gurkha Highlanders. Highlanders. <laughs> yeah, I think we're going to. I think that's a, that's going to be a, a theme. I think it's uh, Maori again. Ma- I'm sorry. Yes, you're right. It is it's Maori. It's more cooler. Um, I, I, I'm the same way. It's I want to pronounce it in as cool a way as I possibly can because they're cool. <laughs> but I think it is Maori. It, it, I mean, they're pretty badass. I'm not gonna is that like saying Pieter? They're better. super badass. Yeah. yeah. But just the fact that we'll see Gurkha... Naval Observer, Highlander. Go careful. We'll we'll get to that in a bit. Oh yeah, I forgot. Yeah, yeah we could get there. Jesus. Anyway, keep going. <laughs> yeah, forgot about that. Uh, it's in this so book there's too. a Recce Corp Assault Troop section. I don't even know what to okay. make of these guys. <clears throat> let's let's make something of them. So sixty points regular. You get two NCOs and three men, or there's a veteran option. Yeah, okay. I know. Two NCOs yeah, is a good start. Right. They're so Options trained. you can add yeah. for three more guys, 12 points regular, 15 veteran. Uh, NCO can have a submachine gun. Two guys can have an LMG if you're so inclined. And you can take grenades if you, again. So the special rule, they have high-level aptitude and training. Uh, assault troop section ignores one pin when they're taking order tests. They still take tests if they have only one pin uh, at their basic morale level. So they'll take a test. They just that they're they won't. They don't. They ignore the pin, the pin for the pin test. For the test yeah. 
Sure. Yeah. Okay. Makes uh, sense. Mechanized. Uh, the assault troop section must always be taken with a 15 CWT truck or an M3 scout car or an M5 half track. Uh, okay. More NCOs. If one NCO is killed, the other NCO takes over with no penalty in order to main to order a morale test. Recon sure. troops. If the unit uh, will spot hidden at 18 instead of 12. Yeah. That, that's all I got. Does that does that even matter? Because doesn't the truck do that anyway? No. Doesn't the truck? Doesn't a, a transport give you some ability? I don't think truck does hidden. hidden. Oh. It, does, it does infantry. Infantry spot at twelve. Is it infantry only? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, there's something about vehicles. I'm gonna have to go find it now. Okay. Someone's yelling about it somewhere. That's fine. It's okay. late in the episode. People can yell. <laughs> It's, they've already been angry enough. Right. Yeah, they've, they've, they've done I all mean, their plight. Oh, guys, that's wrong. Oh, guys, that's wrong. Now they're screaming at the top of their lungs. It's interesting, but I'm not. I'm not overly impressed. Ignoring one pin. I don't know if anyone else is for, for only the morale. But I've got bagpipes across the fucking board anyway, so that's not going to change anything, right? Like I'm already going to get to re-roll well, it. Well, <clears throat> that's just, the, the bagpipes are just morale tests, though. It's not. Um, yeah, this is order. That's fair. That's fair. This yeah, is order test, right? It's not bad because. I mean, occasionally. I mean, we've all we've all taken an order check, an order test with one pin and failed it by one. This would mitigate that all the time. Yeah. yeah. But is it worth what? What did you two say? Points. Two points a model. Maybe and you have it? to take a transport with them. They, you have to have them. Oh, that's, that's it. Yeah, the, okay. the, the transport tax kind of kills them because they're not great yeah. transport. Well, the, the fifteen troops. CWT is actually pretty good. It's a uh, this the smaller one. I think it holds like uh, ten guys. Can have an MMG, and it's only with the MMGs rated at fifty points. Yeah, it's thirty-one points at regular. It's, it's not bad. It's still just the okay, unit so is not the one, one you want necessarily in the transport. Yeah, it doesn't say they have to be in. It oh. says you have to take it. Oh, good point. That's that's a good point. <laughs> I forget that it always says that it doesn't have to be in the unit. And you got two NCOs. It doesn't have to be in it. I, um, okay. Don't worry about spotting sure. it hidden because no one has a, no one has to play hidden anyway. Right. Yeah, or they choose not to play it even if right. they could because they don't want to figure it out. And then, uh, so they've got some Irish infantry sections. It's just an entry there. Well, okay, they do have some special rules, I guess. I mean, if you're going to run your Highland Highland captains or Highland yep. officer. Uh, <clears throat> so they're, they're straight normal costs. Um, you can do an NCO submachine gun. You can add one LMG. Tank grenades, you can give them tough fighter for one point per person. That's pretty cool. And they've got fog of Balog? I'm not even trying that. Just means they ignore army special rules and use their own, which is vengeance. Okay. Yeah, that's part of the, that's part of the theater selectors special rules for yep. all this stuff in the Irish. Yeah. Uh, and then they've got a guard section. Which there's nothing spectacular about them. You can give them two light machine guns. You can give them two light machine guns, and they've got a campaign special rule to them. So, I mean, a lot of these are just really bouncing out of the campaign of the theater selectors. Uh, infantry section, they've got early war and late war options in there. So, uh, they've got Indian section, which have got a lot of weird stuff going on. Well, let's start with the fact they have a special rule for the unit of blood-curdling charge. So no matter what army special rules you take, they'll have blood-curdling charge. 
which Sweet. which is the um, you can't shoot when you can't react. Fire you can't react at by them. shooting them. Yep, you can't react to their charge by shooting at them. So that unit that's always their special characteristic. No, that's in addition to whatever your army special. That's in addition is. to okay. Yep, and they yep. get a little they get a little weirder. Yeah, you can give them the mountain warriors. An Indian infantry section can scale mountainous or hilly impassable terrain. To do this, they must start their turn adjacent to the impassable terrain piece. Then they are given a run order, and the squad is placed on top of the mountain or hill. If the terrain piece is higher than six inches, it takes the section two turns to scale it. At the end of the first turn of movement up the terrain piece, leave the unit's order dice next in the show. It's doing a run order. The start of the next turn, put it on top of the hill. Leave the run order next to them. In addition, mountain warriors may make a single run move through rough ground. This run move is reduced to a maximum distance of 9 inches. So, yeah, thought you were safe with the big hill blocking your flank? No. They can <laughs> charge <laughs> 9 inches through rough ground. That's what it says. Yeah. So. Yep. Ouch. With blood-curdling charge, you won't even be able to shoot him. Yeah. Unless you're on ambush. Correct. <clears throat> so that's, you know, and it's, it costs one point per model to do that, but you're charging nine inches through rough ground. That's, that's a little game-changing, in my opinion. Pretty good. Also, yeah. the generic reinforced platoon available, so, you know, you could have these guys following the bagpiper. <laughs> with the gur- with the Gurkhas on the flank? With the, the, the Mari gur- with Gurkhas the, the next to it. parachutist too. Gurkhas on the flank, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I forgot the paratrooper. Oh, the paratrooper, yeah, paratrooper, paratrooper yeah, Gurkhas. Yeah, 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 yeah. Can, can those do those all stack? Do they, they do all stack, don't they? They do actually stack. Depends uh, how far down the cheese hole you go. It's full a Swiss giant baby. hole of Swiss. <laughs> yeah, got the most right. <laughs> so I did look up the rule. We were sitting here while, so I was being not jibber jabbery for a second. Any unit, any any vehicle that has recce spots hidden within twelve yeah, inches. So it's not, not as far vehicles, as I thought. But, but yeah, recce, yeah, Re- yeah, recce vehicles. Yeah, it has to be a recce. I think it did say recce vehicles, but... Well, did the rules say any, any unit with recce or any vehicle with recce? Re- yes, I, I believe it said recce vehicles, okay. yeah. Okay. No, it's only 12. 12? <coughs> At least in the hidden, in the scenario section, it said hidden, it was, it okay. was with 12. Oh, yeah, yeah, right, right. But it's, it is... The 18 yeah, is it, the special. It doesn't get extended. Special units that get that. All, all other vehicles only spot yeah. at 6. That's So most vehicles are bad. Reconnaissance vehicles are That's better. That's okay. No one knows They're, how to use hidden. Yeah, so, right. It doesn't yeah, matter that much. But just, just pointing out that I, I highlighted it in my book a while ago. So, <laughs> like, I remembered something about it. Like, vehicles did something different. Cool. All right. Uh, they got a Canadian infantry more? section. Cool. Didn't they just get a whole book? Yeah, but apparently these guys didn't make it in the book. Plus, that book was, for, these are that only book related. was for Europe. This is Italy. Yeah. Right, yeah. Yeah, fair. Okay, so, fair. I mean, a fairly standard selection. Um,. Veterans can do two LMGs, regular, taken as regular, they can do light. Uh, they get tough as old boots, which is uh, they get an extra melee attack for every three guys fighting in close combat. Is that a special one. rule already? It is, but so this is a Canadian infantry section, so. Sure. Is it replaces their other special rules that they Or it's an addition to. It's an addition to. Oh, it's an yep. addition to. Okay, then that's yep. cool. Like that's That's cool. And they're paying no points for it. Well, there's that. And then Royal Canadian Engineers. These are the guys that make the donuts. Uh, Bangalore's. Okay, so they got something called a mouse hole charge. 
Sounds dirty. Sounds, sounds <laughs> kinky. Yeah. I don't want to charge my muscle. Anyway, um, so for 10 points, uh, if taken, Canadian mousehold charge works similar to demolition charges. Mousehold charges are used to blast holes in walls, breach buildings, not bunkers. Canadian engineers improve these explosive charges to enter adjacent occupied buildings from the top floor. Uh, as bottom floors were heavily booby-trapped, dogged, whatever. So it's it's basically just a variant of the charge. So they got a lot of engineering options they can take, and this one is just strange. You can go building to building on an upper floor. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Makes kind of makes sense. Like in war, at least it does. Not necessarily in bolt action, but okay. Yeah. So and then they have. I presume this to be fact at some point. So they've got the late war universal carrier. We're all familiar with the universal carrier. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. This one, however, uh, so 60 regular, it's got veteran experience options, it has a forward-facing LMG, it's 7 plus, it's open-topped, uh, can tow light immediate tank gun. Uh, it says replace forward LMG with the anti-tank rifle. That's typical. Replace forward LMG with a forward-facing MMG. This is new, plus five points. Uh, remove transport capacity and add one of the following. Forward-facing LMG on a Pintle. Forward-facing HMG on a Pintle. Forward-facing light mortar for 15 points. Forward-facing Piat for plus 30. So in the generic army book, if you add a Pintle LMG, you are not removing the transport capacity. Right. And oh, this option it is. So you get one of, and honestly, I, I guess if you were to uh, do a forward-facing light mortar for 15, that might be pretty interesting. Um, and then, of course, when you do that, when you move transport capacity, it moves from transport to the armored car slot, yeah. per the rules. Yeah. Makes it less so, cool. <laughs> well, so, I mean, you know, uh, per the normal entry, you can have the hull-mounted LMG and a Pintle LMG for 70 points, and it's still transport. And it's still carry yeah. Yep. And you can still transport five Gurkhas well, in there, more, yeah. more importantly, it doesn't take up your armored car slot. That yes. Too. Right. So this, the, in this entry, when they do the, the, the Pintle mount for 10, it's it's costing the, uh, yeah, so I don't... I, is the Pintle mount more expensive on the other no, version? No, it's 10 points. Oh, it's still cheap. Okay, it's relatively inexpensive. Okay, this is probably why you're yeah why you are commenting on the fact status of this entry. Yeah, I, yeah. I expect this to be changed. Yeah, because if you're going to do that, why would you ever take this unit versus the other one? I think you're. I don't think there's well, no fact. It's just everyone to use the other. Well, one yeah, or you would you would use this one if you so were, were so inclined to get that uh, the upgrade the LM, the forward facing LMG to an MMG for five points get that extra mm-hmm. shot right. or the right. fact the generic entry of it and yeah they could do it the other way <laughs> update it to be with this no they, they, yeah. they could do that as well and uh, that would anger a lot of uh, yeah I can't see them doing drivers. anything that nerfs uh, <clears throat> anything British so <laughs> <laughs> we haven't quite given them everything in the pot game possible yet so. Uh. We're still going for that bingo card blackout. I'm, I'm waiting for the SS British. Why, why no. would you need that? These guys are better. That's a good point, actually. Never mind. I'm just, just thinking of whatever any other army has that would be So, Jeff, same. was there anything else in the British that... Oh, wait, there's one other thing in the British selection that's going to go off the charts. 
the rest of them yeah. are fairly, you know, okay, sure, yeah, sure, yeah, sure. And then we come to this one entry. Uh, it's a Jeep, a PPA Jeep at 68 oh, points veteran. Forward-facing flamethrower. Oh. Hell yeah. Uh, soft skin recce, easily catches fire, sure, it's flamethrower. Uh, yeah. How many points was it? 68 at veteran. What is it at regular? 68 points at veteran. Okay. <laughs> you got one choice. <laughs> 68 points, Jeep. Jeep, so soft skin, 6 plus. Flamethrower. That sweet vehicle flamethrower with a 12 inch range. Why doesn't it have that? It's a vehicle flamethrower. No, isn't it's it? an infantry flamethrower. It is an infantry flamethrower. Oh, yeah. The special rules. So it's like a six inches and only D six mm. rather than twelve and D six plus one. So now you can take yeah, this yeah. and then you can take the wasp in your tank slot, which is a which is a universal carrier with a flamethrower. Yeah, that's interesting because are there any are there any other tr- any other flamethrower vehicles slot? in the armor card slot? I think they're all in the no, tank slot. Um, there's a Soviet. Is there one in the Soviet? Yeah. Okay, so there's a few. Okay, all right. But it's okay. not very common. It's not common. It's not as common. Most and of the time it gets moved the up. Soviet one the is an slot. armored car. It's not a Jeep. So. Right, right, right. No, then I would imagine most of the other ones are probably 7-up. At least 7-up. But that's... Uh, okay. Interesting. And it does say that PPA Jeeps and Flamethrower Jeeps uh, count as armor cars for purposes of generic reinforcement too, even though this is under uh, Popsky's private army, which is the PPA. Okay. Cool. Created by Russian, yeah. Crazy guys. <laughs> Just doing crazy things. Jeep and flamethrower. Let's, let's take this. Has this weapon been put on a vehicle yet? Uh, we never really thought of it. Let's do that. Oh, okay. <laughs> In no, Soviet no. Russia... Jeep flames you. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Uh, Wait, did we not want to insult people? Was that part of our New Year's resolution? I didn't hear us mention it at the beginning. Oh, I left no, that off no, my goal specifically. It was not on my goal. No, that's not insulting. That's kick-ass. <laughs> it's, a, it's a very interesting weapon, for sure. Okay. You probably should touch the Royal Marine Commandos. Go ahead. I don't want to. Don't, don't touch them. Just talk about them. <sighs> well, okay. They're awesome. Um, <clears throat> special rules. They I, this this so these guys start some special rules, so you know what they're what they're down for here. Masters of concealment units with recon Ooh. troop special rules spot these guys at twelve inches instead of eighteen. Infantry and artillery units within six inches. Enemy recce vehicle within six inches. When any other enemy vehicles within three inches. So you got to step on these guys to find them. Yeah, they're super super hidden. Super hidden. Cool. And they've got um, another rule. I'm, I'm English, and I don't know what the hell this word is. Acnicary. I don't know. Whatever. Training. Makes them do that mountaineer thing where they could run. Mountain warrior. It gives them the mountain warriors rule we talked about. So they can cross impassable train. They can run through nine inches through rough ground. I'm flipping the page flippantly because that makes me angry. <clears throat> Because, Jesus Christ. All right, let's get the subsection here. This is good. It's a whole unit of them. Uh, veteran Infantry, 85 points for five guys. You can add a second NCO and up to nine other men for 17 points each. Do, whoa, yeah. that's a lot of dudes. Anybody can get a submachine gun for two points. Two guys can have LMGs. Um, so they're tough fighter can, baseline. 
Baseline tough fighter. Okay. Yep. You can give them pistols for some reason if you want to look cool, but you don't need to because they're baseline tough fighter. Uh, any man equipped with SMG may be equipped with a suppressed Sten gun, Mark II S, for two points per SMG in the subsection. We'll get to that in a second. Wait, only so... one can have suppressed Stens, though. Only one squad. Okay. So only ugh, Jesus Christ. You can give them demo charges. You can give them anti-tank grenades. So there's special rules. Tough fighter. The Mountaineers rule. Behind enemy lines. The Masters of Concealment. More NCOs. Tank hunters. Suppressed weapons. Uh, units firing suppressed weapons that are hidden remain hidden. Oh, man. If, they are, if only <laughs> suppressed weapons are fired. In addition, when okay. the unit fires at night with suppressed weapons, do not put any muzzle flash markers on it. So it's two points for the submachine gun, and then another two points to suppress it. Ridiculous. So and they have up and atom standard. So they're 21, 21 points each. With Is that with the suppressive? Yeah, I think so. I mean, to Pat's point earlier, I mean, nobody uses hidden. I think you would learn how to use hidden if you're going to play oh this unit. Oh, my God, yes. That's what makes them good. And they're um, so hard to find. That's Yeah. Well, especially when they can fire out, too. Right. I guess it's only a 12-inch range. You, you could sit in an ambush, and when some unit that might find you comes near you, you just grease them with the Sten guns. Right. And then they have to get within six inches of yeah. you. Infantry had to get within six inches of you to land yeah. on you. Yeah. Yeah, so if, you, if they want to assault you, they got to get really close anyway. And then you have up and at them, so you can... And then you, yeah, yeah, you just charge out and crush them. The out of your rough terrain, because you have a 9-inch move out of terrain. Yeah, fun stuff. That's I mean, it's interesting. Make sure you, you explain uh, your special uh, rules to your opponent very carefully. Yeah, it, expensive, right? You said 21 points yeah. with all of the equipment and shit that they would That's get? That's not what? that expensive for all that, though. I mean, you said how many guys can you get in that unit? Uh, you start with five men, you can add up to nine yeah. other men. So 14? Yes, you have 14 dudes in there. Oh, excuse that's, me. A second pretty... NCO and up to nine other men. So go to 15. Get, this one goes to 11. Yeah, okay. Interesting. I like that. It, that's an interesting unit. Even if you have one unit of them, they're still relatively... Yeah, they're veterans. Hard, too, to, hard they? to touch. Only yeah, veterans. Vet. So 12-inch uh, line, run them forward, half-inch, well, halfway up the board. On an objective, you're not getting them off. No. No. They're, they're going to sit there the whole game. Really 15, 15 dudes. Because you're going to go into hiding yeah. right then. Because you can, can you go into hidden? You can go into hidden, right? You don't have um, to start in hidden. Uh, generally oh, speaking, the, the, the main bolt action rules don't discuss going into hidden after. Yeah. Okay. Some scenarios. Okay. So then you'd have to start hidden. Yeah, that might be. You might not be able to move. You have to be out of line of sight. So you might or have to remain cover, static. Or in either. cover. Um, yes, yes, in cover, not in line of sight. So you would have to be outside of twelve inches or whatever the natural thing is, right? Because you'll yep. like benefit from super concealment once you're already hidden. Yeah, you have to be hidden to get there. Correct. You have to be hidden to get there. Yeah. Okay. I'll have to fact this too. How do you go into hidden after the game starts? So, well, currently they they don't. It's just only at setup. Right. Yeah, you can go into hidden at the beginning of the game. Okay. Which there's lots of scenarios where you could start in a good spot. Uh, yeah, like there's like a couple of them that where you got special deployment. But, so, but but half. They've got they have purposes. They're, they're Fifteen veterans in a squad is still pretty scary. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. That's you, Bendy. 
300-ish points, yeah. Know, yeah, if you know that the scenarios you'll be playing give you the deployment, which means that they could start in hidden in a nice position, amazing. But if the scenarios you're playing means everyone's coming in as first wave or reserve, then not so great. You're paying too much. But Right. But if, yeah. they, have, if they have rifles, the suppressor only works on the SMG. Uh, yeah, it's just for the stand guns. Okay, I was just thinking, Mike, if you have because because you get your other special rules, right? So you could have fifteen dudes, you get twenty shots out of that squad with rifles, right? Because it's every every three dudes, Pat gets an extra shot. Uh, rapid fires for rifles only. Right, so you'd have to have rifles. Yep. That's what I'm saying. You, like you, you wouldn't take those SMGs because those are SMGs. Right, right, right. Yeah, because those are not the same. Those are not. Those are very much not rifles. Yep. No. Yeah. I understand. I'm just throwing out the idea like you could have a 15 man squad that has rifles and they're putting out a shit ton of firepower. So, so it's interesting, interesting squad. Okay, yeah, and cool. They could still What's get next? Your army rules. <clears throat> yeah, right. They get more All rules. Right, next one we have to talk about because it's right here is the uh, COPP commando team. One guy, he's 40 points. One man with a pistol. You okay. And you can add a friend for 17 points. You can upgrade those pistols to SMGs for two points. If everybody's equipped with an SMG, you can upgrade their SMG to a suppressed stun, stun gun for another point. So both guys could have a stun gun. Suppressed stun. Okay, cool. Is Whatever. Sure. Yeah. Special rules. Forward deployment. Squad may forward deploy in the same way as snipers or observers. Okay. Cautious movement. If the commando team is hidden, they may remain hidden after they are given an advanced order. To remain hidden, oh, cool. they may not shoot firearms and can only move at a rate of four inches when given the order. It gets better. Stealth reconnaissance. No enemy units may be hidden at the start of the game. Oh, wow. Commandos always start the game hidden if deployed on the table. They also get masters of concealment, so again, you have to step on them to find them. They have the suppressed weapons, so you don't get, or, you, know, you don't lose hidden for shooting them. They also, no national characteristic, though. They had such unconventional training that they don't get the army special rule. Cool. Okay. 40 uh, points, your guy can never be hidden. <laughs> and for deploy a two-man veteran team with guns that can stay hidden when they shoot somebody within 12 inches, that's fucking amazing. And this is an infantry infantry selector for the generic reinforced platoon. Right. right. So 57 points for that, and you could do it five times. And they're a small team. Small if team. You, when you do find them. Hidden. <coughs> I mean, these guys basically will never allow any of your forward deployers to live. <laughs> yeah. So good. Interesting. Those, those guys are great. <laughs> so, yeah, thanks for the Italy book, really beefing up the, the British Commonwealth. And those, that isn't a, one of these units can have the suppressing fire. Uh, no, that's all of them. Okay. All the men in the team are equipped with an SMG. Yeah. Good. Interesting. God. I mean, it's not two flamethrowers, but, you know. Uh, so much I mean, better. no, 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 because it's because it's in the British book that yeah, has those, way better army rules. Those are flame <laughs> it doesn't thrower. get them. It doesn't get them. Oh, that's those right. That's right. It doesn't get them. Right. Because those flamethrowers have a six-inch range. Right. Yep. And these yeah. are going to kill the flamethrowers long before they come and anywhere. Probably near. still be hidden after they do it. Yep. Right. Yeah. That's. Yeah. The, those guys are playing a different game. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that's not bolt action anymore. That's something else. No, it's like. New version of Skaven. Yeah, brutal Skaven. But anyway, yeah, fun. Okay. Uh, U.S. Uh, that's that's it for British. And we have the U.S. Is there anything? I don't know that there's much new in here, Pat. Is there? 
think we've seen this in the uh, D-Day book. Uh, oh, we got the Devil's Brigade shit. Devil's Brigade, yeah. Oh, well, no, no. They've got the reconnaissance jeep. Oh, yeah, good one. This is awesome. Thank God, finally. Yep. <laughs> a, a jeep in the armor. Just sick of answering this question. A jeep in the armored car <laughs> slot with fucking Ricky. Thank you. Yeah. With what on top of forty points? It's got a. Yeah. It's got yeah, a okay, three sixty mmg. Soft skin yeah, with okay. Recky. Thank you. Uh, up so that you four points more to get this Recky, and this is a reinforced platoon selector. Yep. There you go. Right. It, it finally, finally got, got uh, it officially. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Officially won four in points the, because the normal one is thirty six. Yeah. Totally MMG. worth it for yeah. Recky. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What's next for the U.S.? They get anything else? What's the Devil Brigade look like? Uh, Devil's Brigade, so the F-1st Special Service Force. I'm not going to say that again. Freddy's Freighters, <laughs> nope. it's basically nope. the Mountaineer rule again. They can go over and passable train nope. and move nine through Charge nine ground. through rough ground. These guys also have Masters cool. of Concealment, which is the exact same as the other one, where you have to step on them to find them. Cool. And then the first unit list here is the section. Um see veteran infantry 96 points for one nco and five men so six guys with m1 grand rifles you can add six more at 16 16 points each so we're paying a three-point premium what does that get us i don't know the nco and two men can have some machine guns <laughs> one man may be equipped with a bar or a johnson lmg for five points johnson has the following stats it's an automatic rifle range 24 inches and has three shots nice and it benefits from the U.S. Cool. Special Rule Fire and Maneuver. Nice. Oh, that. Yeah, you're going to take that for yep. sure. Okay, cool. One man may be equipped with a light machine gun. In addition to that, I don't know why you would, but you could. One guy can be a medic for 10 points. Oh, and interesting. And only affects that unit. Only affects that unit, but that's still pretty good. For how many points, points you said? I mean, it's no how order dice, but it's... Uh, 12 men. 12 vets? 12 veteran infantry. With, a with an automatic rifle and a, with three shots. With a three, three Special shot. Special rules, arm, they yeah. come standard with Tough Fighter already. They have the okay, cool. Freddy's Freighters, so the Mountaineer rule, the Masters of Concealment, Tank Hunters, if you took the grenades, Demo Charges, we took them. Specialist training, the Medic. One man in the section is assigned as Medic and follows the rules for Medics found on page 83 of the Bolt Action Rulebook. With the following additions, the Medic is not a separate unit, works in the same way as other differentiated soldiers and squads, such as NCOs and LMGs, which means snipers could pick him out. He does not have the Geneva Convention rule, but the medic effect only applies to the section he's part of. Okay? So you can still shoot. He can still shoot his rifle at people. Yep. But you can fix people as well. Yep. Pretty cool. It's kind of cool. I like it. It's not super so expensive. Like Maybe save a guy. Right. Right. It has to, yeah, it's, it has to save one dude to pay for itself. That's actually not so uh, bad. Yeah, and the odds that he's going to save at least one dude are pretty good. Yeah, with 12 guys there, yeah, probably. He's fire that normally, like a regular soldier. Yep. If it was five points, you'd take it automatically. Ten, I think it's ten, ten you gotta think. I think I'd still take him automatically in that squad. I mean, if I'm taking that squad, I'd sure. take him. I might be something Perfect to consider trends, if yeah. I was over a couple points. Like, if I was out over by seven points, I might be like, this might be one of the things I cut, mm-hmm. but... Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Like, uh, that's a but cool still, upgrade, though. Pretty, pretty sweet. That's, yeah. That's a cool unit choice. We're like, oh, do I want to do this or not? Yeah, We've got... Well, especially... We're approaching the automatic that, rifle. The, um, the Tommy gun it? is good, too, or the Johnson LMG. So. Yeah, the Johnson yeah, LMG yeah. is like a BAR with a third shot. It's shorter range. For five points Slightly more. shorter range, yeah, 24 inches. But a move and fire 24 inches is a 30-inch range. That, that was a five-point upgrade, right? Yep. Uh, yeah, yeah. 
ten five point. point for ten the unit. point five point for the unit five yeah. point for the unit okay that's that's really good I mean that's I mean BAR is five know. so it's just you know you'd, it's the same you're, it's just yeah, a shorter you're giving up for six an extra shot for a third shot yeah, but you so you got one BAR and one you know Johnson LMG yeah, no, it's one or, or the other oh it's one or the other it's, oh, yeah that, you can't hit both uh, I, I like having them all be the same range just for simplicity's sake. It is nice. That's, yeah, it just makes it easier. Oh. But so those guys are solid. Okay, same. Cool. Same section scout scout team. I like these guys. One NCO and one man. Same okay. M1 rifles. You can give them some machine guns for two points each if you want. They start with Tup Fighter. These guys have an escape reaction. And for units that have the escape reaction, special rule can react when shot at or assaulted as long as they have not taken an action yet, just as described for cavalry units. Except their escape move <laughs> is a half-distance, six-inch run move. After they finish their escape move, assign them an order die displaying the run action. And they have the Freddy Freighter special rule master conceal, which means I'm pretty sure that means they can take that run through rough ground. Yep. And recon troops. Sure. Scout teams may spot hidden enemies at 18 inches rather than the normal 12. Just an extra boon. Yep. So yep. basically, eighteen points a guy. And how many? You two, can get two guys. with it's how many more? Two. Just, oh, it's stuck at two. You okay. Just get two. It, advanced deploy? No. Shockingly, that's I'm kind surprised of they don't have advanced deploy too. I thought for sure they would. That, that would that's make it. way more sense for that have. unit, but yeah, that's I it. I feel like that advanced <laughs> deploy is supposed to be there, and it's not. Yeah. It, it feels like an advanced deploy unit. I mean, they got fucking scout in their yeah. name. I think they would. Uh, For eighteen think points, would be a I'm scout not really. Unit. I mean, I think maybe the escape reaction is supposed to make it worth it, but I, I honestly think they're missing the advanced deploy. Yeah, that, maybe maybe that's yeah. part. Is that part of one of the special rules, and I missed it? That seems incomplete. Uh, Do you buy any it. extra guys, or is it always just two? They're always just two. Feels like they absolutely should be d- I agree. advanced deploy. There's got to be something else with that because. Okay, okay. Freddy well, Fighters is the fact move. That. Master concealment is that it doesn't say to, those two don't yeah. give it because they're not an offensive unit. So really weird that they're not a. It seems like seems like they should be, but, but whatever. Okay. I mean, okay. they should like um, count for spotters for everything you have on your side or something. <laughs> something for them. that'd be awesome. <laughs> they should have something to them. That'd be super awesome. It should be something, just something, something special, something little, like a bank. Uh, and then there's the Black Death Force. Darby's Rangers. Yeah. Yeah. Oi, oi, oi. Okay, so standard five awful. guys. You can add six more, so you get up to eleven man squad because it's Rangers. Okay, so you're paying three yep. point three points more. So they're sixteen each. One okay. guy can have a BAR. Three NCO and two men can have an uh, SMG for two points. You could give them a light machine gun. Give them anti-tank grenades, Bangalores, demo charges. Everybody can be a tough fighter for one point per man. So it isn't. It's not figured in. That is an addition. Yep. Special okay. rules. So it's 17 points. Light yeah. recognition. Rangers are more able to recognize friend from foe at night thanks to the use of colored flashlights. Add six inches to their night visibility checks. Okay. Because all those sure. competitive tournaments play at night. Night rules, right? Yeah. If, if anyone well, ever actually okay. used night scenarios, play my, night, my knock yonder would like, see the table a lot more often. Oh, yeah, you, right. you got those guys even though they don't. You know, nobody do uses night rules. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Rangers lead the way. Okay. Tank hunters have taken. Tough fighters have taken. These guys have the, I'm going to call it arachnid training because I don't know what else to call it. The Rangers learned to traverse impossible training. They have the Mountaineer special rule. Okay. Atchnikari? Yeah. I'm going to call it arachnid so they can, that sounds funnier. So they can Ranger lead the way 12 inches, but then they also have a run of 9 inches over rough yeah. terrain. Or they could Ranger lead the way 9 inches through rough terrain. 
to get in run order. It gives some flexibility. Yeah. Interesting. If you want. If you Can want. Can they rage or lead the way on top of the mountain? Yeah. Okay. No reason why. If they start... If they right, it's a run, right? base contact with it, but yeah. Adjacent to. Or adjacent to, excuse me, adjacent to. Which is, I think, about the same thing, isn't it? I... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, think I think they're the same thing. Right next but to, okay. right? Side by side? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, adjacent to. <laughs> no, no, I'm not going to go there. All right. I mean, give it to the English ling- English language for that one. All right, uh, Ranger Force M3. It's uh, Darby's ace in the hole. It's a it's an M3 half track with a Sony with a, for a hole mounted front facing medium anti tank gun. Woo-hoo. With transport capability? Negative. It's an armored car slot. Uh, HE. It's got uh, actually it's no. It counts as a. Tank destroyer, so it's you taking your tank slot. Oh, I was going to say a <laughs> even better, even mini tank gun in an armored car slot. I mean, that would have been yeah, nice. It's not. I mean, that's it's a Puma, dude. Depending upon how expensive. Yeah. Hundred thirty points. Yeah. Veteran only. Okay. Veteran only, and okay. it's got it's open topped. It's got the better HE, but yeah. it's got the shoot and scoot roll. If the Ranger Ooh. Force M3 is given a fire order, it may also make a reverse move after firing. That's, that's cool. New. That's new. That is new, yeah. That's I want cool. more of that. Yeah. Shoot and scoot. So you could theoretically... Oh, I can think of us dragging it's a fire part. order, so if you're in position, you take the shot and then reverse your way behind cover or around the corner of a building, whatever. And on the reverse, right. you get one one turn, right? Mm, I'm not as sure about this because it doesn't have recce. Well, reverse move, you're not allowed to turn. Right. Okay. I think you have to just go straight yeah. down. Okay. Unless you get dual direction, That's which right. this does That's not, right. Right. This, is, this does not. Yeah. So the no, this the, the reverse move for the per the rule book is straight back, no turns. It's just going to be an Austin Powers. You're going to like move up, move back, I mean, yeah, move up, a good, move back. Uh, tank destroyer right there. That's a great. Yeah, it's great. It's you're you can peekaboo with it really well. So you'll have to find the situation it's useful in, but when it is, it'll be awesome. At veteran, uh, it's a medium anti tank gun. So I mean, yeah, it's open top. Need the rule. Read the rule again, Jeff. It's if if, if the it Ranger issues a Force fire. M three is given a fire order. It may also okay. make a reverse move after firing. Okay, I just want to make sure you could move up, fire, and then no, move that'd back. Be really that'd be really awesome. <laughs> that'd be really awesome. Uh, maybe maybe, maybe the next protect the shit out of that. Maybe the next one. You got some eighty yeah. second airborne. They're pretty standard paratroopers that you can give two LMGs to. I'm not okay. sure if that's standard across all paratroopers or not, but that's pretty solid. There are some, I think. Aren't stubborn. there? I think there are yeah. a couple. U.S. infantry parachutes, parach- bleh, paratroopers tend to have LMGs rather than BARs. Yep. yep. Correct. Which, of course, don't get the moving fire. Uh, right. Burp, burp. Parachute glider en- engineer squad. Okay. Uh, veteran infantry 70 for five bros. You can add five additional men at 14 points each. You're paying one extra point. NCO and two men can have a submachine gun for three points. Any squad may have a pistol for one. One guy can have an LMG. One guy can have a flamethrower. Because they're engineers. Cool. Yep. You can give them anti-tanks. You can give them demos. You can give them bangalores. Special rules. They're stubborn because they're paratroopers. They're engineers. Yep. They count as engineers for clearing barbed wire and minefield special which rules. they don't pay for, which is nice. That's free. They can take a flamethrower if taken. Tank hunters if taken. Bangalores if taken. Demos if taken. At least so if you want an engineer options. squad to blow something up, you can take the options to do it. Cool. So, pretty solid. That's it. That's it. That's all every, other than hero characters, that's everything. Which uh, a lot of the, the scenarios, um, actually many of the scenarios, 
uh, say that these heroes have to be involved in, have to be uh, selected in the army. Cool, because they were they were yep. in that yep, yep. fight. So you know, very That's cool, very historic. Sense. And so then then we get into the theater selectors. Do we gloss over the generic units that were in? No, here we, we do not we do that. Come back. Because they put them after the theater selectors. Oh, did they? okay. I'm sorry. I, I'm not, I don't have the book in front of me, so I didn't know where they landed. So yeah, let's go through what we let's go in order of the book, like we said we were going to do. Yeah. Okay. So the new generic units are actually in what they're calling the the appendix, which is not the which, which is not, not the, the which addendum. Is not the appendix that they listed in the table, but it's the appendix <laughs> section. Christ. <laughs> it's the addendum to All the right, appendix. All right. So. I would, everyone stretch here like I would just to breathe real quick. Breathe in. Because we're going to all get into anxiety mode or something? Yep, yep, yep. Breathe yeah, out. Um, hopefully you're not driving while you're listening to this part. But maybe pull over for yeah. a second. So yeah, we're going to talk just, about this. So these, this, again, as I mentioned, is the new theater selectors. So these rules in the contents of this chapter apply to theater selectors taken for units in this book, in the campaign. In this book. Okay. The Italian Army. Army special rules. They've got... For these theaters. For for these theaters, yeah. Let's just, just keep yes, pounding just, that asterisk a little bit here. Yeah. Well, I mean, so when you when you say that, these are the special rules for all of the Italian theaters? In this book. In okay. this book. In yep. this book. Yeah. Uh, so we know about defeat after defeat followed by impending defeat. Best name for a bad rule. So, so I love the name. Just, just saying. Yeah, it, it just it just screams uh, strength Play of me. army. Yeah, blame me, blame me. So this is when they get to when they're uh, three negative three order dice or worse in the counts. Then their morale is reduced by only one. Yeah, I mean, okay. There's no upside. I mean, that's it, so though. Yeah, where, where's the upside? There's, there's no upside to it, but it also do, it also isn't minus two. <laughs> that's, I, I don't know where you want me to. I've I don't heard. know where you want me to put this <laughs> lipstick. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. That's that's the. It's 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 not minus I mean, two. Is is the best I'm going to give you. It, yeah, we don't need to beat this dead horse. Yeah. Yeah. We were talking about it, so whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It still right. sucks. Throw some water at it. Move on. It's fine. Okay. Yep. All right. So defensive strategy, same as it was before. If they're a defender, yep. attacker, defender, they get a chance to re-roll, and they get D three emplacements. By the way, I wanted to mention yep. I'm still kind of sore re rereading that that it's D three emplacements. A lot three. of times you just roll one, yeah. and you're like, Yay, I got one emplacement. Right. I'll put all my stuff right. in that one. Kind of like Rick getting key positions as a scenario. Yeah, and I'd roll one objective, <coughs> exactly. or whatever the minimum like objective is. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's always for how three. bad these guys suck. Just give them the three fucking bunkers, man. They're sure. not going to break the game. Yeah, because they're not auto defending, right? Which spoiler alert: there right. are some theater selectors in here where the Germans <laughs> are automatically selected as defenders and attacker right. defenders. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whatever. All right, yeah, so and, and then and then we're really escalating up with this next one: poor officers. We had we had talked about this before, and that basically says the Italian officers uh, only add their command value to ambush, fire, and rally. Oh, oh, I mis misunderstood that they only add it to those. They so they like advance, run. None of that shit counts. Advance and down. And down, down, right? None of those. 
Yeah, down is automatic. Yeah. yeah. So yeah so you don't have to pass. But down. if you want to advance you want or to run, advance, the you... officer can't help you. Yep. You want to right. run, officer can't help you. Ooh. Ouch. <laughs> Ouch. Unless okay. you're using that particular officer that ignores the poor officer rule, right? Right. If you're using the, the special X, officer. XRDD or whatever it was. Yep. Because okay. there's a few of the units, generic units in this list that we thought were really good are good because they ignore that effing rule. I wish they ignored yeah. the defeat rule, but they don't. Only the special character does that. Okay. okay. So where's where's the good okay. one? Where's the good there rule? isn't one. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This uh, one's... Okay. The Forz, Forza, Forza Damina. Yeah. I was going to go Animo. 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 Like spirit. Uh, through many of their German allies, looked the Italians with disdain. Okay, whatever. The Italian wow, paratroopers wow. of Italy's forlorn division. What? Art, art, uh, I'm cutting to the chase because this is long. Artillery, self-propelled artillery, parach- uh, paratroopers, and all are... DD, whatever the special units we were just talking about, remove D2 pins when they pass an order test instead of the usual one. Right. And the, that's the good rule. I think those, and I think that those... But didn't those units already have that rule? So that, that, that's no. the rule. That yeah. is the rule. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, and I think okay, that got it. Those okay. units were all veteran, if I'm not mistaken. Correct. So you, Correct. you've got the 10 with the D2 pins. Okay. Well, so again, you know, right. they also are adding in uh, Italian artillery and self-propelled artillery. That's true. So... Um, I'm I'm marginally salty because again it's only a fifty percent chance that this you know Bean something does anything because you remove a normal one pin sure. normally anyway right so right. whoopee so half right. the time you're just like everyone else correct and there is just how would you feel about a rule that was a special army rule that was effective only half the time you'd be I half mean, as excited about it yeah flat. <laughs> exactly that's exactly right. Yeah. Sounds like half the German special rules, but well, no, they they all apply. It's just the they're all situations. You just, just have, have to pay, to pay for them. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, I guess there's a one in six chance your NCO won't be coming back, but your first your NCO has to die. So I guess yeah. it's just a matter of the, ger- the German not being ones excited are, about are it, but. unexciting because you have to pay for them, right? And there's there's not that sure. many, and they've nerfed Tiger Fear to to nothing. Basically, basically yeah. it's not very useful. Right. Anymore. The tax you had to right. pay to take advantage of the rule was worthwhile. Now it isn't. So. Now it isn't. Exactly. Now, it's, now, now there are other options that seemingly sure. are it better. It opened up the book to other options, but your special rule right. is lacking. So. Which which in some ways is good because right, it did open it up right. to more now, things. You don't, you're not also... seeing constant Panzer IVs now. Right. So that part's right. cool. Yeah, I did. Yeah. But I yeah. wish they'd have just done something else to make that better. But whatever. That's That's... I want to see positive special rules, like Dale always says. I don't want a negative player experience. Yep. I want a positive experience. I want to look at an army rule and be like, dude, I want to play this. That sounds badass. Right. Like, like half the British special rules. Like, yeah, that's badass. I want to do that. I want to I want to make a Gurkha army or, or, or whatever. like the Russian one where they get to re-roll if their unit disintegrates that first time. And you're like, ah, right. you know, Mother Russia, so strong. You know, or It's something you can do that's fun. <laughs> right. There's not really anything yeah. fun about these rules. You get a defensive position. Only if you're playing an attacker defender and you have to win the roll. And you but win. you get to roll and twice. Get, and you get D3 of them. So you, you might get one. To be fair, every every person I've ever seen that plays Italians, their opponent had always been like, hey, you should be the defender. You, you're you the defender. Yeah. <laughs> like They don't even bother rolling. and just be like, you're the defender. I'm like, I know I've done that in several times too. You're just like, yeah, you get to be the defender because that seems like you get to use your special role. So they have 30 pages... Of theater, of new theaters. 
I'm not, we're not going through all these. We're not. Yeah, I mean, um, it's just, if you would like to see the new theater selectors, shit. some of them are interesting. I suggest you buy the book. <laughs> None of them give new special rules, right? We've covered the special rules. Okay, so all those special rules apply to all those theaters. There aren't other special theater rules. It's just variations of what you can take. So when they get like. into the British Army... Oh, yeah, they get special rules now. Of course they do. It's the British. Yeah. And I don't think this is anything we haven't really seen before. So if you're... so. They, they subdivide these into the commonwealths. Sure, they just, they're giving yep. you the rules. So the Canadians use, right? get yeah. the tough as old boots and the dogged. We've seen that before. Yep. Uh, the Indian Army gets the blood-curdling charge. Yep. Uh, guards reinforce platoons. Uh, they, uh, so they have discipline, uh, but the, which allows them to re-roll. They may instead re-roll order tests. Uh, sure. But they can't re-roll FUBAR. Uh, Scots okay. Guards. Scots Guard? What? Scots Guard. That's the bagpipers. <laughs> so cool. we, we talked about that. Irish Reinforced Platoon. We talked about that. Irish units don't bend from national rules, but uh, instead they get vengeance. Uh, and the headquarters can add the vengeance. Um, Scottish. Scottish Reinforced Platoon can be created. Reinforced Platoon as the Highland Officer available. There you go. They get the bagpipers. New Zealand reinforced platoons. They can uh, instead of national characteristic, they can pick a standard officer, veteran. So they can instead pick standard officers in veteran infantry sections as compulsory sections and apply the following characteristics: steadfast under fire. Uh, they have he hits. Oh, and wait, what? After rolling for the number of pins caused by HE fire, if the target pins, oh, pins yeah, sorry, okay. the target New Zealand infantry and or artillery have the number of pins rounded down. Rounding down. That's that's pretty. They have good. superb junior officers. Uh, first and second lieutenants have a morale bonus to twelve inches for you men. Step uh, the you men snapped action still is six. Okay. Uh, however, we pronounce Miari troops. Maori, Maori, thank you. Uh, any veteran infantry section or headquarters unit may make Maori troops cost per one point, and they pick up formidable fighters. We've, We've seen, seen that, that before. before. That's a, that's, yeah, and that's they have blood curdling charge and toughest boots, which flip the table because I hate that. It's really good. <laughs> that's why I hate it. It's, it's uh, really good. But and no, no commandos say, or SRS sections may be taken. But you can have Gurkhas. Are they commandos or SRS? Oh, they have to no, be they those. Can't no, take those. Them. Yeah, those aren't. Right, yeah, so no, they can take Urkos, so yeah, okay. With a bagpipe. Uh, Special okay. Forces Reinforced Platoon, they've got their commandos for it and the, the SRS training, so I mean, if you can make a Special Forces Reinforced Platoon, it's, there's some other stuff in here for you. So, sure. And I then mean, there's just a slew of theater selectors for that. <laughs> I'm grateful that they put so much in effort into like making new theater selectors. It, uh, Again, this as a self-contained campaign book, this is fantastic. Yeah, they did well, good. And even the new units tying the theater selectors to the scenarios in the book. That okay. was really well done. Yep. And then, in case you got filling out bored, a lot of stuff too, they are that they're trying to like hit all the check boxes that they were missing before. So for then, sure. and then uh, after you've been 
forward to tears with all the theater selectors and trying to understand them. And there are some really good ones in here, honestly. There really are. A, a lot of them are kind of little variants on the armor platoon, a little twist with that, some extra infantry and cool. stuff like that. And some are pretty creative and got their own special rules to them, which might make people flip the table. But And they actually have a lot of multinational theaters, so it's like blending multi-nations, as multinational would be. And then they get to some new generic units. Those are always fun. Yep. Um, chaplain. We know about the chaplain. Yeah, nothing uh, Intelligence officer. We know about the intelligence officer. Mule, yep. Talk mule about teams. That sure. Horse-drawn limber. Yep. Sure. Yep. Uh, forward observer naval. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> it kills me every time. Because... Wait, what? They're, so now everyone has naval officers? Uh, they do. They're more expensive than the British, of course. Because the course. D-Day British, I believe, were 150, or you could upgrade your free one for 50 points. This guy is 180 at regular. Yeah. Okay. Still. Are his rules the same? Yes. Tell me those rules again so we can all bask in the glory of these things. <laughs> they bask in the napalm? All right, so... Okay, and they, they again reiterate that the free British... Oh, now he has to pay 80 points to be upgraded instead of 50. So now I'm wondering, because this is now considered gen- generic reinfo- reinforced platoon, they now have to pay 80, right? Like, the other one was never very clear in my uh, The other one had basically four theater selectors it was allowed in. Right. I, there was argument that it wasn't allowed because it was able to replace your free one, even though that's not what it, in my opinion, that meant. Right. Yeah, mine um, either. But, but this one actually specifically says this it's allowed says, in this, a generic well, reinforced platoon. Well, this just says it's new generic units, and none of them say oh, yeah, right. where they're allowed to be taken <laughs> specifically. Right. They just have them as new <laughs> generic oh. units. <laughs> yeah, they kind of All missed right. the boat on that one. I'm not so going to lie. So there are some that they can forgot be about that. in a generic reinforced platoon. So T.O. can still use say, those keywords. Eh. That's not what it says, but yeah, they have to learn to start using their keywords. Or like, if, well, especially really when they have the facts. It's, and I was going to say, as, as yeah, methodical yeah, yeah. as they were about including that in every unit entry, they forgot. I don't it know if they forgot it here. I, I think it, I think it was intentionally left out. Think so? To to mess yes, with people? Yes, absolutely. So this selection is not. They're useful like, oh, watch this. Or or they by titling it new generic units, they just assumed we'd all know what they meant. Right, that's that's what I'm. I'm more in line with. They believe that they're generic. That might have been what they meant. That might be what it means, but that is not what it says. Right, I I understand. No, I'm saying I think that was their intention. (laughs) I remember reading. Nobody could possibly say they can use them to not understand that this was for all generic platoons, and I'd be like, uh, "Do you know war gamers?" Yeah, right. Well, do you know how you've used you've used a fact that says that you have to say that, and you've said it in every other unit entry in this damn thing, but now you're not. Anything that keeps. Naval observers out of games, I'm okay with. I, I mean, the longer we can wait until they come in... Do you want to refresh every time what they do? Yeah. Yes, please. Tell us how bad they okay, are. Okay, so when fire for effect is rolled, and that is a 4+, plus, yep. by the way, because uh, a 1 is the... It goes randomly somewhere else. 2 to 3, it delays. Move 12 inches. Yep. So here's the chart. Uh, you roll for every unit. So fire for effect... Um, Actually, Barrage, page 82, Bolt Action Rulebook, follow these rules around enemy aiming points. So, so this, Naval Observer, so, issue a fire order, you put a token. So, Artillery Observer, you put a token, and it hits 6 inches plus D6 inches from that. Okay. 
Now, the one in the D-Day yep. book had a change from that. This one is still using the same one as per page 82 in the Bolt Action Rule Book, so which is the normal artillery okay. observer. D6 plus 6 inches. Okay. And he's changing the chart. So, for every unit that's in effect of this bubble, you roll a D6. 1 through 4, the unit is not hit directly, but takes D3 pins. The artillery observer is 1 through 5. Uh, on a 5, the unit suffers a near miss. Oh, look, they nearly missed. Uh, infantry and artillery uh, suffer wounds, place a 2-inch template over the target, resolve damage with a plus 6 pen. <laughs> if a vehicle suffers a near miss, the shockwave from the explosion either causes superficial damage or flips the vehicle over. After rolling a near miss <laughs> result, the player conducting the barrage rolls another die. On a roll of 1, the near miss does nothing. On a roll of 2, 3, 4, or 5, the near miss causes superficial damage. Uh, on the damage result chart, vehicle chart. So you roll it minus three. On a roll sure. of six, the vehicle that had this near miss has been flipped over and renders the vehicle useless and is counted as destroyed. All units suffering a near miss receive D6 pin markers. Why are you giving them pin markers if they're already destroyed? Oh, sorry, that's if they didn't get flipped over. Well, in, in units that are coming out of a transport that got flipped over with the D6 pins, right? Oh, it yeah. gets better I mean, because be you could, superficially you could easily set it on fire for the extra pins and yep. then take D6 yep. pins on top of that and then see if you yep. bail out your vehicle because it's burning to death. <laughs> uh, now, that's a five. So on a six, and by the way, the, the, the artillery observer isn't even that, that terrible on a six. Uh, if a unit takes a direct hit from a very large caliber naval shell, place a four-inch template on the unit oh, in the same way as AT shells and resolve hits with a pen value of plus six. If the unit survives, not likely, it takes D6 plus two pin markers. Infantry and artillery can go down to have this. Um, near misses do not affect units in buildings or bunkers. If a building or bunker are directly hit from naval artillery, follow the rules on page 125, bolt action. With the following differences, naval barrage causes 3d6 plus 2 damage instead of the regular 3d6. The saving grace is this guy's okay. stupid expensive. Yeah. Points. And 195 veteran. Correct me, if I'm, correct me if I'm wrong, the old version of it was a bigger radius too, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the, DD, the, D, the DD book, D-Day book, DD, Jesus. D-Day book, I believe, I gotcha. was 9 inches plus d6. I'm, I'm going That's from memory. It was. It's something like that. Number, it was like it so. stretched it out more. It was. It hit a bigger yeah, area too. To so read. at least they, they shrunk, shrunk it, it a little and bit. they made it cost more. But they yeah. gave it to everybody. I mean, yeah, which kills me that they gave it to everybody. I don't understand that one. Provided the generic unit selector does mean it's allowed in a generic reinforced platoon. <laughs> well, they give it to everyone. You know, that way, they can say that it's you can at least take even it. or fair. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they clearly gave it to everybody in this book, right? Yeah, <laughs> well, it's, it, it can it can clearly be played in any theater selector in this book because it sure. is in the book and as per the FAQ of theater books. I don't. Okay. So a little a little less <laughs> depressing. Again, sorry, our listeners. On the opposite page to this, uh, there's a picture again of some really nicely painted Italian infantry advancing, uh, decamping from their armored truck. I don't know what the hell that truck is, but I don't see it in the rules anyplace. And I'm really curious because, like, yeah. armored transports, even open-topped ones that are wheeled, are very hard to come by. And I, I want. Maybe they Mad Maxed it. 
It's just they're they're mixing Gaslands yeah. in here. You know all that we would have put it past them. No, but I'd be sad. <laughs> sure. <laughs> just saying, man. We're, I mean, the Italian transport section is literally like a truck, or they have an armored wheel vehicle, but it is not whatever this is. So okay. I'm super curious what the hell this thing is. And of course, they don't say. I really wish they, you know, say what these vehicles are in the picture caption. It drives me insane. Okay. Well, they told you that they're Italian. They did tell me it was Italian. So. There you go. Uh, decamp, decamp from their armored truck? Decamp. They were in there eating or something? Like, <laughs> taking naps? They're like, oh, we've got to get out now. It's, it's actually an I've RV. I've hiking a lot. I don't think I've ever decamped before. <laughs> <laughs> decamping is when you go home. Like, you take all your shit right. down. Maybe they meant decamp, like they're pouring out some wine. Right, yeah, there you go. Right, they're 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 airing out their red wine. All right, so that's there. that's our uh, our overview of Italian soft underbelly. Looking uh, forward to okay. the next I one. Want the harder underbelly. It's. I want the hard the, belly. Yeah, I I want the six pack. Uh, the camping is usually uh, um, like suddenly leaving or secretly leaving. So, so is that like when the black bear <laughs> comes into your camp? <laughs> yeah, you decamp. You decamp because you're yeah, yeah, sudden away. departure. Yeah, that's exactly so, right. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. That's when you, that's when the walleye you ate was undercooked the night before, and you have to decamp any place. Uh, <laughs> yeah, your your intestines are decamping. Yeah, immediate. Uh, I'm gonna use that next time. I to get dumped, like, I had to decamp. I got to decamp. Perfect. <laughs> you know, shortly after so, I finished my Taco Bell dinner, I found I found myself part of a decamping. So. <laughs> Well, that's what you get for eating Taco Bell. I mean, I eat it too, but yeah, I know what's going to happen afterwards. There's repercussions. Uh, as far as a book goes, I I don't think it's the worst book. I mean, it's not the worst book ever. I think it's good. All of the units, uh, all of the Italian units are great. Like, I loved every single one of them, and it's an Italian book, so that makes sense. I wish they had addressed some Italian rules. Well, again, they, they applied them right? all to the, the theaters within. So, I mean, you know, it's just not going to change any of the quote-unquote gold standard events. Um, it, right. it, it does open some options for, you know, other tournament organizers to do what they want to with it. And minus one is better than minus two. Well, and do some of those units ignore no. that rule? That was not, not one of the rules they ignored. No. They, re- they ignored the other rules, but they did not or they, ignore that Or rule. they gained the D2 pins, which, meh. Like, like, like Dale said, you're excited about that 50% of the time. It's still good. It's not a bad it's rule. It's, not, it's, it's, a posit- have, so it's a positive rule, right? It's a positive rule. <laughs> I don't think yeah. it's a good rule. I don't think it's a good rule either, but it's the only positive one in there. So it's. I'm not saying it's good. I'm saying it's positive. Like, it's not a negative if you're not hindering the army by using it, other than you have to buy special units Well, so here's, um, here's why I don't even think it's positive. Because half of the time that you could benefit from it, you won't. And you're going to feel bad about right. it. Right. Uh, okay. And so, sure. Right. I, so I hear what you're saying. I understand. Any, but... any, any special army rule that you have that makes you feel bad bad about your choice for playing that army is by default not a good rule. Personally, that's my personal opinion. Yeah. I mean, I okay. Well, I, that goes for like half of them. Like the German NCO rule. I, I just lost my NCO. And I, oh, yay, saved him. Yay. Like, But I just lost a dude still. Like that's not, that's not necessarily completely positive, but it's not, it's not a hindering rule. 
like most of the Italian rules. Right? Like Italian rules actually actively, actively ham- like you. can hamstring you. Well, yeah. and the other thing about this one is is that because of the units it's on, A, you're only going to get it 50% of the time. And how often are you, I mean, sometimes you will, but how often are you really going to be taking tests when you're down two pins where it's good? Right? Like if I, if I have one right. pin on yeah, me and I, yes, and I take a test with this and it's like, oh, I took back, I took a pin off. Oh, no, I took D2 pins off. Well, I only had one pin anyway. Who gives a rant's ass? Right. Yeah, right. and I'm, yeah. I'm only I'm only referring to those situations where it could actually be useful. So you're right, excited. Sure. Oh, all right, here we go. Um, I might actually benefit from this, and then in the end, you don't. Right. It's like, oh, so my right. special rule isn't special because I, it just it's exactly like everyone else's default baseline. Yeah, I, that's sure. that's that's what I mean. So it's like, you know, it's yeah. It doesn't make Italians competitive, in my opinion. Like none, none of that. They still are in the no, same tier as but, they ever were. That doesn't and, change and any of it. Maybe this is where we're missing like, the boat. In that, this is a campaign book. It's not meant to be right. any kind fair, of competitive. Fair. This isn't the new Italian army book. or anything like that. No, right, right. I, I think we were all hoping we were. for something different, but this isn't. It, this isn't what that is. Like we, like. Two flamethrower Italian units are fucking good. Like that's amazing. Like that's super fun. Like people can take that. Yeah, and so I think it doesn't fix them for competitive play, and that's yeah. that's not and what it's intended for. In the that's context fine. of this campaign book, these rules are fine because right. I mean, through this campaign, the Italians are just getting punched in the teeth the whole time. Does that make me want to play them? Crushing no, defeat after crushing it's defeat. Historically accurate. <laughs> right. Right. So if if you were yeah. interested or your group was interested in kind of playing through from a historical perspective i think i think this is great for that from a competitive standpoint i think it's well i, it's, I think it, it really helped the british in the uh, the u.s yeah but i yeah so but jeep baby for me for me i actually think that there are some there's some innovation to rules um, that we're seeing, like the two flamethrowers, is an interesting is an interesting yeah. thing. Yeah, the the stealth, the super the super hidden stuff right. with the suppressors. That's, that's an innovation. We're seeing different the Highlander, uh, the Highlander, the bagpipes, the bagpipes, the bagpipes, and um, stuff. Yeah. That yeah. that's an innovation. I didn't. I we didn't go over any of the uh, the special characters or anything. I do. I do feel like there is some new, fresh, innovative ideas in this book, and I I'm excited about that. Um, you know, yeah. unfortunately, well, I don't know, maybe not unfortunately. I I wouldn't I wouldn't pick up the Italians, but I mean, well, maybe I would. I, I don't know. But. The the thing that gives the, the thing that is the most compelling about the Italian army right now are the new Italian models, yeah. yep. right? Like I'm I would pick up Italians because those new models look freaking awesome, and try and make them fit within the rules to make them as good as I can make them, but. I, I, and, I'm not buying them because of the rules. And, and maybe there's an interesting puzzle trying to find a way with the min-maxing, the, the multiple flamers, to try to find a way to... There's a puzzle there. I, I don't know. Um, I'm not quite as sure. into the puzzles as I think maybe Jeff is and, and some <laughs> of the others. But, I mean, maybe this is kind of a, a shift, a positive shift for the Italians. Um, but I do believe there's a maybe? positive shift as far as rules and innovation goes in, demonstrated in this book so i'm i'm happy about that yeah flamethrower yeah. jeep baby yeah <laughs> <laughs> what was the what was the name of that uh engineering squad 
Which one? The one that had two flame uh, flamethrowers. Bro, you're on fire. <laughs> yeah, dude, you're on fire, yeah, dude. Fire, dude. Um, That's what it is. It's like Gustatory or something like that. Gustatory Destruction Group. There you go. Yeah, the engineer <laughs> demolishers. I mean, that's just cool to say, too. You're like, yeah. Hey, there's that damn truck again. I wonder what that is. Yeah, I guess that's there, too, again. It's going to bug me. I mean, it looks like that... Looks like the same picture from a different view. Yeah, you're right. Well, it looks like that soft-skinned truck behind it if you just plastered sheet metal all over it. Which, that's probably exactly what it is. Could be. Hmm. So, again, my my thoughts on the book is... uh, Don't read it from front to back. Jump around and read some of the special rules so that you know what you're reading when you go through the scenarios. Yeah. Well, and, <laughs> and buy this if you're interested in the, the campaign, right? Like, this is cool for the campaign. It, I mean, it, can we say that this most campaign books, though, are meant to be for the campaign more than it is yeah, for... Some are a lot better than others. <laughs> fair, fair, fair. Yeah, and, yeah. and I mentioned I, I did like Mariana, but that had some of its own gaps in it, too, as far as where units could be taken and how they can be taken. I mean, there's even there's even a couple, uh, what, I think it was the Japanese, the, the spigot mortar, which didn't list where it could be taken and wasn't listed in any yeah. of the theater selectors in the book. Right, and this this book is 99% of the time very clear about where you can take these new units at, which is awesome, yeah. which is something we've repeatedly complained about in the past about it didn't do a very good job of. Please. Yeah. Just, yeah, this yeah, is, that's, this that's is a cool big, unit. Where can you take it? Uh, you know, uh, that doesn't really say in three th- theaters, as far right, as no, I can it, tell. No, sometimes I'm listed in them. You know, <laughs> that's fair. That's a good point, actually. So. Mm. Well, there you go. So that's what we think of it. Don't speak Italian to the ghost. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's one more book. One more it's book on the, myself. It's not the Auto Protetto Seven S Three Seven that that we're truck you're looking no, for? No, because that one I mean, that is that is a wheeled armored truck and that's cool, but this one looks... Right, yeah. That one's kind of got the tall part all in the back and this one's okay. got a forward, forward armored cab too. It just, it just looks different. That's why I'm curious. I don't know what the heck it is. Like, I just I'm not as familiar with my Italian vehicles <laughs> of World War II okay. as I am with, yeah. like, say, a US or British. Fair. Or even German. I, uh, I don't know this one. <laughs> Okay. Well, I mean, overall, I I appreciate having looked at it more closely. Obviously, when we saw the first roll, we had very strong feelings that it was going to be completely negative, and I don't think it was completely negative. Um, I, I keep. I think they need to just keep continuing with it. Hopefully, the new the next book will be will build on this and maybe improve some yeah, other maybe things. Maybe the Brits can get a recce Hopefully, tank or something. Maybe. Oh dear God! Well, Kidding. they will because the tech truck yeah. will appear somewhere eventually. Which one? Oh, there is actually one that's supposed to be here. Well, not in the. I don't know if it served in Italy. It's more of a late okay. war European mainland. But the Tetrarch, it's like a. Oh, is that links? The Tetrarch isn't that one of the, the British para tanks? Yes. Okay. So it'll probably be a seven it's armor. With it's a, in the British book. Oh, they already have it in there. Yep. Oh, never mind. Oh, I don't remember if it's wrecking then, or not. Then, but okay. I know it's a it's a light. It's like a seven plus or something like that. So okay. Well, never mind. It already exists then. See, this is why I don't read the British book. Because just gets you angry. Like, playing things that are inherently really good doesn't really do anything for me. 
I, I like the challenge. It's not a puzzle you want to fix. Right? Yeah, I don't get you. I get you. you know? I, I'm not good at it. But sure. sure. I mean, but that's, I understand. that's half the fun is learning to be good with you know, less than optimal settings. Sure. Makes sense. I like it. Cool. All right. Um, next episode, I have no idea what we're talking about yet, but we will be back in a month or so, maybe a little sooner. Uh, I just realized that I was supposed to release an episode for the patrons, and I haven't done that. Shit on me. Yeah, the, um, the chat with uh, Alistair. Yeah. So we have we have another episode coming up. Uh, we're about to record another one. So uh, stay tuned. We have some cool player series stuff coming for everyone. Uh, yeah, that, that looks like that's yeah. uh, that's been popular. We haven't heard any real feedback, so. But no one said stop sending. Maybe this if stuff, so. no one said, what the hell do you guys think <laughs> you're doing? I think because everyone's everyone's mom said, if you have nothing don't nice to say, all. don't say anything at all. Yeah, like so. But it's we, okay. we've lined up a, a, a Thanks, lot of guests, and they're that. very they're very excited to to chat with us. So we'll definitely go through with it. Yeah. So. What was that, Dale? Uh, thanks to all the moms that. That told our listeners, yeah, that. taught us to be nice. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, keep keeps us keeps us going because nobody tells us to shut up. Thankfully. Well, that's most of this podcast, though, isn't it? That's the yeah, well, that episodes sure. that's worth of it now. Podcast. Yeah, yeah. Well, welcome to finishing sixty eight. We'll be doing sixty nine before you know it. I mean seventy. We're going to skip sixty nine, but sixty nine is going to be real rough, man. <laughs> Usually is, but all right. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, it's another long one by yeah. the looks of it. Uh, it's about, I guess, our average. But uh, take us out of here, Pat. All right. This is Snafu. Over and out. Talk to you soon, guys. Good night, everybody. Good night. There'll be White cliffs of Dover Tomorrow Just you wait and see There'll be love and laughter And peace ever Tomorrow, when the world is free, the shepherd will tend his sheep, the valley will bloom again, and Jimmy will go to sleep in his own little room again. There'll be bluebirds over the white cliffs of Dover tomorrow just you wait and see. The 
shepherd will tend his sheep, the valley will bloom again, and Jimmy will go to sleep in his own little room again. There'll be Just you wait and see. Just like bagpipes. I'm pretty sure you added that part in. (laughs) Oh, no. All right, we're just cutting this whole section so we don't insult anyone. No. Uh, (laughs) This is is the opening. They're going to make the Blarney Stone kiss you. Yeah, you don't want to kiss that anyway. From my understanding, you don't want to kiss it. I generally refrain from kissing rocks, no matter what, how special they might be. And and, and I I have my my wife bought for Christmas. She gave me the Michelin guidebook to Ireland, and it, there's a picture of it in there. And it's like you have to get in the weirdest position to kiss Upside that down. stupid stone. Yeah, don't, yeah, you're like hanging out over the end of don't a wall. Kiss the stone. Please. Yeah, no, you don't kiss the stone. I know you don't, but it just the just the position you have to get in is like I'm like I, I won't get up. I won't be able to move for a day.